I'm Cass. And I'm Allie. And this is Biscuits and Broomsticks. Hey, Allie. Hey, Cass. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, Great. We talked to each other, you know, an hour ago. Quite literally, just now. There's no, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed in the last hour since we recorded the last episode. Uh, we both had dinner. Oh, that was yeah. That was a smart, smart move. So that was good. We, we ate, and uh, and now we're gonna jump right into WikiCon, and we should waste no time because we have we, we have, have no time to about. waste. As our favorite weekend um, of the year, we should uh, just get yep. into it. We should. Um, we want to start by thanking anybody who found us. Because of LeakyCon, either like the podcast or our shops or us personally, like, hi, we're glad you're here. Thanks yeah. for saying hi. Agreed. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is like the weekend. Cast covered it. So, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is the weekend that we like make our friends um, and kind of the place where we make our friends and then every, like all the other new friends kind of. I don't know, get pulled in of like, oh, they were at Leaky, but we didn't say hi, and now they're in a Discord or whatever, and so it's like, oh, hello. Hello, new friends. Um, anyway, um, we also want to give a, like, acknowledgement that um, Leaky wasn't without its problems this year, um, and we're hoping that next year will be even better, but we're not going to focus on the negatives. Um, it was a really, really great weekend, and um, as with most things, it could have been better. Um, and, like, we hope that Mischief Management listens to feedback that they've gotten from attendees through the surveys. Um, and, like, there's nothing we want more than LeakyCon to be the best weekend possible. Um, and so nothing that we're saying or aren't saying should be taken as, like, it was the perfect, most magical weekend. Nothing went wrong. Everything was exactly how we wanted it to be. And also, like, it wasn't terrible. Don't, like... Yeah. I mean, every event has its flaws. Um, and right. Because we're so kind of, you know, involved with Mischief and have been going to Leakies and, and involved in the community for so long that, like, you know, we certainly have our thoughts and our opinions and, you know, we just want to make this podcast about the best parts of the weekend. Yeah, and um, we truly adore the mischief management staff that we get to interact yeah, with truly. year over year. Um, we we uh, met. I was introduced to the uh, Justin of LeakyCon, who is Hillary, um, by Ash. Like first thing when we when I walked up to go check in as a vendor, um, and like that sh- that just spoke so many so much volume. Yeah, uh, that Ash, Ash was like, this is, this said, is the Justin. This is the new Justin. Not the new Justin, but like, this is the Justin of LeakyCon, because Justin's still around. Of LeakyCon, you know. yeah. And this I literally told Hitler, I was like, well, well, we love this Justin, so we're going to love you. And we <laughs> and, did and love we did. Hillary. She was so lovely. Um, and again, just like, checked on us, like, cared about the things we had to say, um, was so friendly, and we're so glad we got to, like, say bye to her, um... Anyway, uh, also, 
Do you want to take the next shout out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These are just like our quick little like get these things out of the way. But this one is definitely not a get things out of the way. Uh, we right. owe like just like the biggest thank you. I mean, really, to like all of our friends who check in on us all weekend long. But Jane and yeah. Sarah could not have been like more helpful, more Y'all. like, yeah, just all of the things. Thank you so much. You guys checked on us all the time, like offered to get Truly. us food offered to get us coffee, helped us break down the booth, which was, like, I so incredibly cannot. helpful. Um, if Jane had not realized that the sign was still up when the chairs were being taken away, oh, I don't know my what gosh. we would have done. Uh, Jane also carried the table back to the hotel room, <laughs> which was, like, you know, in of itself, like, oh, that's really nice, because, like, that's the most annoying thing to carry, and so, like, for someone else to offer to do that is great. But it's made, like, 10,000 times better when we inform everyone listening that we stopped, like, I don't know, six or seven times as Jane is holding this table to the point where Jane got in front of us and we were trying to catch up and got stopped at another point. And she, like, put the table down, went and bought a (laughs) snack came back like chilled ate the snack ate the snack was totally done with her snack before we got up to it and at some point during that we were like ah jane the table like we got to keep moving and we like looked over and saw that she was in line to buy something we're like oh no no no, it's fine she's good it's fine yeah um so, so i guess we could kind of like start there um this wasn't originally on our list um but we realized that there is vendor chaos during load-in at all of the events we're going to talk about. Um, so we had to include it. But yes, I got to load-in before Allie did. Um, Allie was in Chicago before I was, but um, a friend of mine and I, uh, Emily, flew in together. And then we, like, went to the hotel. And, um, like, I ran up to the room, dropped a couple things off took the suitcases back downstairs and was like, okay, time to load in. Well, Allie and um, Jenna so were bringing me the table. early for, like, to do some Chicago things. Like, I went to Wrigley Field. Uh, quick shout out to that moment because that was a bucket list moment for me. So I'm so glad that, like, they happened to be home and League kind of happened to be Chicago. Like, everything worked out for me to kind of, like, check this thing yeah. off of, like, a, just a general list of things I want to do in my life kind of a thing. So I did that the night right. before and then... Um, Jenna was working the day on Thursday, so, because I stayed with Jenna that night, and, like, so we we couldn't really get to the hotel any earlier because Jenna had to finish her work, which makes sense, and I also went to go see a friend that has nothing to do with Leaky Khan and just lives in Chicago, so, like, all this worked out, but it did end up being, because we also got stuck in traffic, because we drove directly yeah. past Lollapalooza, like, we saw the people in, oh like, the golf carts, like, behind the scenes, like, that's how close we were. So we got stuck in some Palooza traffic, which, you know, I can never complain about being close to a festival, so that really wasn't that upsetting, but it did mean that Cassidy right. got there first. <laughs> right, and so I um, I I let Ash walk me to the booth this time, because if you listened to our last episode, <laughs> um, and I actually Can't like said that, I was like, just in case, I don't know. Um, well, they were, the booths were numbered uh, and labeled. But I will say that there were two marketplaces this year. Um, 
We think it was originally because it doesn't seem like it was supposed to be in the convention center originally. It seems like it was supposed to be in the hotel. Um, and then like it was moved or maybe there was just like weird wording to begin with. Um, but there were supposed to be two different vendor rooms, we think, because the original places were smaller. Um, and so they had them split and one was like a premium and one was the standard one. And it was mostly based on location. Um, but in the uh, convention center, the panel rooms, the second stage and the I think they were calling it the south vendor room were yeah. like way down a hallway. And like I cannot emphasize enough, emphasize enough how long this hallway was. And how, despite the fact that there's not really anywhere you can turn to get lost, I feel like I would have had to turn around and go back to Ash and be like, I think I'm in the wrong place. I, I don't think that I'm supposed to be walking down this hallway. Um, so like, anyway, she walked me down the hallway. no one being around there on like Thursday, still early setup, it would have felt like something had gone wrong. Yes. Even if nothing had um, gone wrong. Yeah. Right. And... Uh, especially with the chaos that had, you know, happened at Broadway Con that I was like, oh, something is, like, I'm in the wrong place. Um, anyway, so she walked me to the, to my booth and, and then, um, I couldn't really do a ton because I, I needed the second, the second table. table. Right. Um, and they had put, and again, this is, this is a Chicago convention center thing, not mischief management, but they had put this plastic down on the carpet, which is like meant to protect the carpet during load-in. Um, except it was like a, a trip and slip hazard. It so. was so slippery. <laughs> I was so worried every time I had to step on it that I was going to fall. Yeah. And, um, we were down to, we were two booths down from Elena with a colorful geek and she had just moved the plastic and, and like, I love being near her at a convention because she's just like, nope, I know what I'm doing. I'm just going to make this not a problem for myself. Um, She's anyway, also so got, like, I ended a pretty up big to, like, setup for her pins and stuff that have to kind of go, like, in front of her booth, that, like, the plastic yeah. would have literally been a problem in ways that it yeah. wouldn't be for us. I mean, right. except well, for the, it was like, danger like, part. But, like, she literally couldn't mm -hmm. set up with the plastic being there. Right, because for some reason, our row, like, the plastic cut into our booths a little bit, and yeah. I think it was just the width of the plastic and the width of the aisle. Um, but we ended up, like, having to move the table forward. And they came in the next day and, like, moved all the other tables forward. Um, so, like, it, it wasn't anything. It was just one of those where it was like, well, we need to move the plastic. Um, yeah. But I ended up, like, Allie got there and then had all their, like, her and Jenna's stuff and the table. And I was like, well, I'll come get the table. Well, I um, I'll come get you, you and like, the table. I to figure out, like, where you were. And you couldn't tell me because I was like, maybe I can get, because, like, Jenna had to park the parking garage and it's a yeah. hotel. So, like. You don't have a ton of time in the, like, lobby area. Like, you know, you pull up to the hotel and they want you, like, out of your car and, like, all your stuff out of your car, like, immediately. So, like, a bellhop right. came over and, like, put all of her stuff onto a cart. But now I've got everything on a luggage cart. Jenna's got to go park the car. And I have no idea because I've literally just walked into the lobby of a hotel just for the walked first in, time. Yeah. I have no idea which direction the convention is, how far we nope. are, all of these things. And Cassidy could yeah. not describe any of this to me no and it's one of those where it's like I had just walked through it once so I wasn't like a hundred percent sure like I wasn't yeah yeah it was another but also it turns out like later on what would have probably made more sense was that if Jenna and I had pulled over to that other set of doors where there was like another right. parking area like another place for cars to go pulled the table right. out and then like drove over to the hotel but we didn't know that at the time no 
No, no, didn't know that. And Sarah tried uh, to tell us ahead of time where to go and where to do. But that's one of those things where, like, it doesn't. Pictures don't make sense until you're standing yeah, no. there. Um, and also, like, knowing which doors are going to be unlocked and which ones you can come in and out of. All of that was just too complicated. So anyway, so I ran and got the table. And that was the fun moment of, like, I am too short to, like, lift things properly um yeah and so I'm holding Normally, them at like a weird I angle automatically like... will do things like I'll <laughs> right. just grab the table because I am significantly taller than Cassidy yeah. I'm like yeah she can physically do it but like the height just becomes a little bit of a problem so I'll just grab it yeah the table like, is I don't like... even have to think about it <laughs> right the table is like dragging along the ground because I can't lift I've got I'm like holding my hands up by my chin or something trying to keep it off the ground however um, I had all this stuff to go upstairs because like Jenna brought her an espresso and we had like a cooler and like you know plus like all of my stuff and Jenna like we had just a lot of things because I had done grocery shopping I had all the salad stuff I had like you know granola bars like there was just a ton of stuff which like forgot all about the salads yeah the salad like I so I'm like I have to bring this upstairs or someone yeah. does. Jenna's still parking the car. Like, and also I want to just get everything upstairs so that I can basically, like, get back down to Loden. So Cassidy right. had no choice but to take the table. I took the table. So anyway, so all of that to say is just it started off chaotically once again. Yeah, um, because then after I dropped all the stuff in the room and, like, ran to the bathroom before I, like, came downstairs, I come back down and I'm, like, trying to figure out where the convention center is and I'm on the phone with Cassidy and she, she's like, I'm coming to get you. And I'm like, okay, but, like, from where? So that I can, like, meet you halfway. And you could not tell me a single thing about where you were. Nope. And nope. I was like, I'm just going to keep walking and hope I'm going in the right direction. And then at some point I just stopped. But, uh, and you did yeah. find me. But, like, I, did. I well, tried a part to make of that it was easier. Like, and you couldn't describe was a single like, thing. Nope. There was, like, a couple of sets of doors that you did have to walk through, but you had asked about a set of doors, and I was like, you don't go outside. You go through doors, but you don't go outside. And, like, that isn't super helpful if you haven't seen the other doors yet. Yeah, to be fair, I didn't, I had not gotten far enough to understand what she was trying to tell me. And I also think I could have gotten there by going outside, but it probably wasn't faster, and it definitely wasn't where you were coming from. Which was mostly my no. biggest concern, was that I was going to end up somewhere that you were not coming from. Right, but, and there, like, you had to, like, walk through, down this hallway, and there's, like, food stuff in a bar, but I, my, the word that, I kept thinking, like, food court, and then I kept being like, it's not a food court. I don't want to say the word food court. Yeah, it's a food hallway. <laughs> and, like, throw everything off because you're looking for a food court when it's not actually a food court. <laughs> Which so is anyway, like really I just, confusing because hotels don't typically have food courts. So I'd be <laughs> right. like, what is she talking about? This hotel is so weird. That's very funny. Yeah, well, the hotel, say, the hotel was weird. Well, that's true. But we made it to the convention center with the table and got all set up and everything was great. Yep. Um. Oh, was that the night? Was that, was Thursday night the night that we stuffed bags? That we... Indeed it was. Oh, yeah. We, we met up with all of our friends. and uh, Well, we went to dinner, and this is why I love WeekCon so much. Oh, I forgot um, all about we the went, dinner. Gosh. This is going to be a lot longer <laughs> than we think it is. We're going to try not to segue too, too much, but uh, we went to dinner. It was 
I guess, do we care? Jenna, Cassidy, yeah. me, Sarah, and Jane. And we get, Jenna drove us, because she had her car, obviously. Went to Jenna, we came right. back. Jenna dropped us off, because she was going to go back to check on her cats. And so, oh, hold on. Pause real quick. The reason we went to dinner was because Jenna works at Lou Malnati's, oh, yeah. and they can do gluten-free. But I've always been wary of them, because I've gotten, like, unsatisfactory answers, probably from people who just didn't know the answer. But Jenna was like, no, no, I know the gluten-free policies. I do this all the time. So I felt comfortable going with Jenna. Um, yes. And so... Also... But we weren't going to go, like, order... Employee discount made it... A plus. Real nice. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much to the waiter who uh, took Jenna being like, oh, I work at the other one, uh, and giving us the employee discount. Yes. Um, it was very nice. Anyway. All in all. So anyway, Jenna um, dropped us off yeah. in front of the hotel. And this is this is my favorite thing about LeakyCon, especially on, like, the Thursday night of LeakyCon, before you've, like, you know, like, you've touched base with a couple people, you've ran into, like, especially right. setting up for vendors, like, you've ran into other vendors, but, like, you have Oh, I ran into the Brian point. and Jill and Emma in the airport with Emily. Well, that's true, in the airport. That's a good point. But, like, you know, you haven't really gotten to, like, talking to everyone yet, and there's, like, no right. formal, like, oh, we're all going to be hanging out in this part of the hotel. Like, there's no planning involved yet. It's just complete right, happenstance. So we come out of the car and all <laughs> of our, like, literally all of our friends are just outside of the hotel. I don't really even know how they all ended up in one place or where they were going or where they were coming from that they were outside because no one else left. <laughs> like, I don't know what they were doing there. I don't know where they I'm, were coming from. I'm truly not sure. And I do, I do just want to say, uh, there, I think there were a few people that were actually missing from well, that group true. because that's I true. you know but, but like a large majority of like people that we were had the, not seen yet yeah and the people that we like would have expected to see very quickly um yeah. and, and, and everybody that was that, in like, that group don't go together <laughs> like yes. it was not just like we ran into like you know you run someone runs into like Cassidy me and Jenna it's like yeah of course they're together Obviously, right. (laughs) But this was not that. This was, like, multiple groups of people all in one circle. Of our friends. Of our friends. All in one circle, yeah. Excellent. And so we just, like, never left that. Except that we ran upstairs, because we were holding leftovers, too. So at some point, we were holding leftovers. okay, no one, like, leave, or if you guys migrate, someone please remember to text us. We're running upstairs, because we're, like, literally holding, like pizza boxes pizza yeah so we ran upstairs and then we Uh, grabbed our stuff to stuff boxes to stuff bags with like business cards and ribbons and every or not ribbons because we didn't do that right but business cards and whatnot we didn't do that but we um and we did that hanging out with all of our friends yep which sarah uh, helped out with that traumatic like so much too in the there was also a fun there was also a fun moment where Allie and I were like, yeah, we have absolutely no idea how many there are, and that's just a problem that we're going to have to deal with. And Sarah like, was okay, like, I mean... I have, I was doing things like, oh, we well, could. I bundled my business cards and, like, things of 100, but I don't think I used a full one, and I, the rubber band broke, so I don't actually know if that was 100. Like, we're trying to do all of these, like, workaround numbers. And Sarah was like, well, we could count them. <laughs> And Cassie and I both go, oh my god, we can count them? Like, the fact that we had every single bag in front of us still not uh, did not cross our mind in the slightest. Nope. 
nope. And, uh, and like, that, I, I don't know. I, it just wouldn't have crossed our minds to, I mean, maybe it would have eventually. Ugh. But truly, I'm not I sure. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Um, anyway, so that, that was just, like, a lovely, like, kickoff to, um, the weekend. A great weekend. Um, and then the thing about LeakyCon that is hard to explain to anybody who doesn't go to LeakyCon, um, is that, and this is, like, a vendor-specific thing, but the Whimsy and Zest booth is always busy and that is truly um always busy that's like i want to make the taylor swift joke of like the words are just repeating themselves over and over again and it's so confusing and this is entirely my fault um but and and so like it's my fault that my booth is chaotic i know that right because there's just so much going on sometimes it's busy because we have kept someone for 15 minutes because like I'm having a conversation with them or like we're having a conversation with them that like they have either completed their purchase or sometimes they're not even gonna purchase anything or like they're trying to look at everything but we're just talking instead of them shopping so like sometimes Um, it's busy not even because it's like oh my god we made so many sales today it's busy because it's just, like, there's so we much keep people hostage. Right. Well, there's also there's also so much to look at that there's even so if you're to only going to buy and so much to read because every There's so much to read. has or almost every <laughs> single button has words on it. So it's not even like yeah. when you're looking at art prints and you're like, "Okay, there's a lot of art," but like you kind of can scan the images and like get the idea of the prints and then you can kind of like zero in. Like you have to read each button if you're like really committed yeah, and it's a to lot the whole harder. thing. <laughs> to it's a read lot harder while to read we're talking. each buttons while yep while we're talking to you. Yep. Um, it's a bad. System. But it is also like <laughs> we're really yeah, chatty, it, and that doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help, except maybe it does because people seem to like us and they seem to come back. Um, and you're listening to this podcast it, right now, so I guess somebody <laughs> likes to listen to us. I guess, um, but it is just like. Like, because of the two vendor rooms, um, ours didn't really start getting busy until, like, I would say, like, 9.45 or so. Yeah. Um, it opened at 9. And, like, that's fine. Uh, especially because we were still doing nice. a couple last-minute things. Yeah. Gives us a second to, like, but have also, some coffee, think about breakfast, right. like. <laughs> right, right. All of those things were very helpful. Um, but once it got busy... It just got busy and didn't stop being busy, really. And I know that, like, not everybody had the same experience, um, but just, like, anybody that's listening that didn't have the same experience of being busy, keep in mind that I, that that everything is, like, small dollar amounts. So nobody has to, unless they want 15 buttons, they're not dropping a, a ton of money. Um, and so it's really easy to spend, you know, 10 minutes looking at all of these well, you know and almost 200 buttons and that like part of why it's busy is because yeah. like there's a lot to read we just talk to people like we attract like a group of people and then they start talking yeah. to each other like a lot of times that we're, we're busy not making sales but just right. creating chaos right but and so so like 
a lot of LeakyCon, like, during the day, for me, is just a blur. Yeah. Because it's just, Same. like, constant people and constant conversations. And trying to remember if I've seen somebody before. And if I have, was it this year or was it last year? And, of course, last year I had two last years. So I'm trying to remember if I saw them at Denver or da- or Orlando. Or Orlando. And, um, like why do I know you? And oh, you say you've bought buttons from me before. That's great. Cool. Um, This time around, I recognized somebody's name on her name tag. And I was like, oh, I know you. You just bought things from me on Etsy. And she was like, I did. And I was like, oh, that's (laughs) wild. (laughs) Okay. Um, Because I don't like super promote the Etsy shop. Um, I get like, it's linked in Instagram on Instagram now, but like, yeah. That hasn't been, it hasn't always been like that. Um, anyway. Um, so, again, like BroadwayCon, uh, if we don't talk about a ton of different panels, it's not because they weren't good. It's not because we don't recommend them. It's because we didn't go to them. We truly, like, <laughs> the amount that we, like, we cannot overemphasize how little extra time we have. We've got two examples of this one was mm-hmm. our own panel that we were running our which own panel. i guess like at some point i think we're gonna either we haven't recorded and we'll either put out the recording but what i think we're actually gonna do is essentially yeah. like redo the panel as an yeah. episode um mm-hmm. so it's about small business and so like we'll talk about that in like a totally separate podcast i think yeah. but we were we had to leave for our panel and we kept this was on people, sunday this is on Sunday. It was like a, I think like one o'clock, um, and we were literally yeah. telling people like we are we are together running a panel. We have to close yep. the booth. I'm so sorry. Yep. I will be back in an hour. Like I 100. Yep. percent We will be back. We apologize yep. for like the delay, but you have to stop shopping. And people wouldn't leave. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, we offered to put stuff aside for people so they could come yep. back to it. Um, and so anyway, we were late and for we our panel by like Jane a and Sarah with us at the booth at that time, trying to help being like, they need oh, yeah. to go. <laughs> Jane did put something yeah. aside for someone, which was like yeah. extremely yeah, helpful. Yeah. Like they were like instantly like, we're going to help you get out of here. We ran into our panel like, like 30 seconds late, like not actually late, yeah. but late. And there were people right. in there, which was alarming. And we were like, oh, no, there are people here. We're so sorry. And we, like, run onto stage, not at all prepared. I mean, we were prepared, but, like, not at all, like, ready to go, like, totally. Because we it was, literally couldn't get people to leave the booth. Right. So um, it was, like, you know, the first rule about uh, business in the fandom is uh if you're gonna run your booth and uh do a panel make sure you have a plan for getting away from the booth because uh, um, we did not have one we also i, I had still that don't problem know what the plan is. a little yeah it's true we also had that problem a little bit with the concert which we did make it to but we had which was friday night friday night and it was like the last it was the last hour of the convention so by that point right. on especially on friday the marketplace has gotten kind of quieter because people are either like going to the last panels or they like are leaving to go eat dinner or like you know because they have two more days of shopping so not a ton of people are like flooding the marketplace at five o'clock on friday which makes total sense yeah um but there was still like people and all of a sudden like there was a break 
and I saw someone coming down the aisle who was like, yep. you know, could potentially stop at the booth. And I was like, Cassidy, we have to close the booth right, right now. now. Like, and so I you threw can, a sheet you over. doing whatever else you're doing, but like we need to put the booth, like the thing over and a sign up so that if this person wanted to stop, we don't get stuck because we've got about less than five minutes before this concert starts. This is the only opportunity we have to do this. And that was yeah, the only so time, I threw, the only two times we fully, like, left the booth. Fully closed the booth. Yeah, yeah. I threw a tablecloth over the buttons, at least. Yeah. Um, and we had the sign that said, like, we're closed for the day. We are at the Wizard Rock concert. Uh, you should go. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, it included uh, a, like, come join us message. Yeah. And we were hoping yeah, and to do so, that for the Rock Cafe and the Rock Jam, but we were overly ambitious. <laughs> And we yeah. could not And that's the again, that's the thing times. where it was like like we were busy during those times to the point where like it wasn't like we could just be like okay, like it was great talking to you person who's just standing here by. They were like actually shopping and so we were yeah. like, okay. Um and I think you went to I went to the jam. However, I had jam. to leave the jam early. Well, I got to the jam oh, like right. right on time. And then I had to leave the jam early because I got an emergency come to the booth text. <laughs> um, <laughs> because so, we had a little bit of a situation. We did. Um, was that on Sunday? It was on Saturday. Oh, no, that makes it even worse. I forgot about that. So we, um, I'm pretty annoying um is the polite word to there um obsessive is maybe the more correct word about the amount of data that I collect at each convention and normally I count all the bags that um I bring and I had done Broadway Con two weeks before and then in the middle I did Corpus Christi Comic Con so I wasn't really thinking about like how many bags am I bringing and we, uh, it looked like we were going to run out of bags. And I was like, right. So I spent all of Saturday morning, like, trying to first get an, Am- like, a same-day Amazon delivery to the hotel. Amazon didn't like the ho- didn't like the hotel's address. And then I was like, okay, we're in Chicago, of all places. Like, can I DoorDash from a Michaels or Instacart from a Michaels? Well, turns out you can. Um, it took three different attempts before I could get the bags that I only kind of wanted. Um, And uh, that was, that delivery showed up faster than I thought it would. And I had to, I had it delivered to the hotel, not the convention center, because it's just easier. But that meant I had to do like a three minute run (laughs) from our booth to the like door of the hotel. And so I texted Allie frantically and I was like, I gotta go. Um, and someone was there at the booth, like, there were people all around the booth, um, when I was like, oh, no, the driver is, like, on their way, and, like, one of them I had chatted to the whole weekend, um, and, uh, I was, like, she had already bought from us, and, and she was there, and I was like, um, is anybody, like, are you guys gonna, like, hang out for a couple minutes? I've just texted Allie to come back, but, like, I don't want to just, like, run away, but I also, like, gotta go. And she goes, I also I'll be feel here. Like, like, you know, we've all had, like, a DoorDash 
situation. <laughs> like, we've all, we are all, it's not like it's 10 years ago, like, especially with COVID. Like, everyone has used DoorDash or Postmates or one of these services where it's like, yeah, no, when the delivery comes, like, you have to go. They're not, there's no, like, option there. Which I do think right. makes it, like, a little bit more of an easier, like, I'm so sorry, my delivery guy is here. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I texted Allie, like, hate to do this, emergency SOS, you gotta come back. Um, and then, I got up so fast, like, and I yeah, just, I I just ran. between Bag and Jane, and I was like, Cass texted me, and like, it's the Wizard Doctor Jam. Everyone in that room knows that, like, I am running a booth, <laughs> and so, like, if I get up in the middle right. of something, there's a reason for it. Right. Like, so I don't have to right. worry about that. So I get up, and I, I literally, like, run out of the room. <laughs> because, again, like, it's a room full of, not just, like, LeakyCon, which is, like, my community, but, like, my favorite people are all in this room. Right. I, they, they know what's going on. I don't have to be like, oh, it's going to be rude if I, like, run out of this panel. So I, like, no. literally run down the hallway. We pass each other in the doorway with, like, and just say, like, a couple words. Like, oh, good, you're here. Yeah, I'm going to get the bag. Whatever. Like, and then I, like, run in and I'm like, hey, I don't know what's going on, but I'm here. Uh, I can take cash. Cassidy has her phone, so I can't take card, but, like, let me know if you need anything. <laughs> right. Right. Because I had to take my phone to because talk to the of the DoorDash guy. situation. Right. I, one of these days, we will learn to order anything that's needed from your phone. From or, my like, phone. my account logged into your phone, right. it maybe, doesn't, but, like, like... not worrying about the, like, payment part, because we take care of all that stuff, like... You know, the right. hotel and everything else anyway. So, like, it doesn't really matter it's, whose accounts yeah. we're using. Just, yeah, we have but to stop just... ordering things from your phone. <laughs> no. Because we also, this also happened with the stupid donuts that we ordered. Because um, those were on my phone, too. Um, and we've anyway. Done we've done it at different points. We never learned that lesson. But, never. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was some chaos. But things that, I guess... All of this was chaos, right? Like, Ironically, I was about to be like, moving on to some things that weren't chaos. Yeah, no. A sing- not a single thing that we have really talked about just now <laughs> is on this list, except for Wizard Rock. So let's just, like, wrap that part up. Um, right. I also only made it to one set of mm-hmm. the cafe. I made it just mm-hmm. for Jeff's set. Missed Autumn. Missed, I think, um, The yeah. Weirdos Are Out performed. And I assume Hogwarts Therapist did something. Missed all of that. Um, and then Holly and Hawthorne, um, finished. However, I left because the, it was like getting too close to the convention closing and I didn't want to like leave Cassidy picking everything up. And also my friend showed up at the booth. So it just kind of like worked out both ways that I could say hi to my friend at the booth who like didn't realize, like that was like a whole thing. So it was like, oh, Mary Grace saw my ribbon, and that's how she knew that, like, I was connected to the booth. So I went over to say hi to Mary Grace and grab my stuff before the the room closed. Um, So I only only caught Dream Quaffle set. But overall, a lot of great wizard rock. Uh, We had a great time at the concert. Started our own little, like, the concert was not the concert. So the panel room was all set up still, like, the panel room. Uh, that did yeah, not stop us at the main stage, yeah. That did not stop us from having a full-on dance party during the Drake uh-huh. and the Boys set on the side of the stage. Yep. We were like, we're doing this. We don't care. Yep. 
So everyone yeah. had a great time um, with that. Yeah, Lauren Fairweather and Draco and the Malfoys were the the two acts in this. And um, listen, I love lots and lots of wizard rockers. Um, but I have to say I am so incredibly thankful that, like, I got to hear both Ren and Brian play at this. And, like, the music, like, is so, it's so different because Ren's set is not, like, jump up and down, dance around kind of thing. Like, it is scream in the car with your best friend, uh, and, like, like, I I just love, like... She's, right. It's just so lovely. <laughs> it's it's so great. Um, and then, so getting to, like, have the emotions of Lauren singing and then the, like, full-on vibe of Brian <laughs> we um, just, like, it was, was just full so on, good. like, we can do whatever we want during Brian's set. Like, he's certainly not, not only is he not going to care, but, like, he's going to be so for it that, like, it was just mm-hmm. everyone having just a great time chaos. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there, there was, there was some talk originally that the Wizard Rock concert might not happen. Um, and then it happened like during the convention instead of afterwards. And like, all of that is like, normally, like in previous leakies, when it's been a full Wizard Rock concert, they're usually like four artists. And so this was only two. And so obviously it's a little bit unfortunate that like, you know, someone like Dream Quaffle, uh, couldn't have like that main stage moment because it was a smaller right. time period um and so we right. always want to kind of like have an opportunity to showcase artists like weirdos are out and hogwarts therapist and dream Quaffle and like you know maybe one day autumn um yeah with more music out get on that please <laughs> we love you um but <laughs> So it was unfortunate for, like, that aspect of it, but um, it was just a really great, like, hour, and I think, you know, we kind of made the most of that. And then Brian really came through with the Wizard Rock programming for the rest of the week. Yeah. Weekend, with the cafe and the jam, and then they did some songwriting and poetry stuff on Sunday that yeah. we did not get a chance to make it to. Um, yeah, well they being Brian and Jill Wars and Emma. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, all of the Wizard Rockers kind of joined in. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Um, and then also, we completely missed this because it was right at the end of Sunday, but it sounded like it was a great time. Um, oh, yeah. Autumn and, and Lon put together the Hootenhanny, and they learned, they, like, taught, well, Autumn and Lan, like, put together, and then everybody else learned choreography to Wizard Rock songs. So, like, yeah. that was, a, I've seen some videos, it seemed like it was pure chaos and fun. Um. But yeah. it was, you it, know, overall, like, whether or not mischief kind of makes the space for Wizard Rock, we are so good, or, like, the leaders of our community are so good at always making sure there's space for everyone to get spotlighted, and we really yeah. love that. Yeah, and that's, like, truly the hardest part of being a vendor is that, like, and which which I love truly, and I don't want to not do that. Um, but it is, like, the more friends we make in this community um, and, like, the better friends that we make in this community, um, it's more like, well, I'm sad to miss this cool thing that you're doing because yeah. I guess I have to work. Jeff um, <laughs> had a bunch of panels. Autumn did a p- couple panels. 
Um, obviously, Dag doing panels literally yeah. all the time on the coolest stuff. Um, and I'm sure, I'm, I mean, if we try we're, to miss, list everyone, we're going to miss people. So obviously, oh, Sarah did some really cool art stuff. There's a, there were a oh, bunch of yeah. people obviously doing panels all weekend long that, one, are just interesting, but two, like, we want to go see what our friends are doing. Um, yeah. And, you know, we just we just can't do all of that. Right. Right, which is, is one of those things where it's like, you know, we want to shout them out without being like, oh, we didn't go to this, but it's like, no, we, I promise you we would have, um, if not which, for the booth, but. We have the greatest friends, and they are so understanding and so helpful and so supportive right. of like all of those things so it's yeah. great it's it's truly great um we also we're gonna we're gonna close out on wizard rock now yeah. for a little bit right um and the next thing Except on our list the is next just thing snitch- is kind of wizard rock adjacent it is wizard rock adjacent it's snitch witches and listen it's an old thing and i have never been able to participate in it because snitch witches are made on like bread and they're a sandwich and like what are the things that normally go in there it's peanut butter and um golden grams golden grams grams? i was like it's golden golden grams grams. i wanted to say honey and i knew it wasn't honey so i got like stuck on honey golden grams thank you peanut butter can't have those either on you know bread (laughs) bread Right. Um, well, we and also uh, there we were things say, that yeah, it, it was a thing that the the Georges were doing mostly. Uh, yeah. they invented it and they like kept it going. So since they haven't really been around uh, the last couple conventions, it, we have not had citrus in quite some time. Well, enter. I am gonna butcher this because I don't actually remember Molly's friend's name. Um, I don't remember Molly's friend's name either, but. We know I'm Molly. so sorry. Molly but we and know Molly. Molly's so, friend, and we are so sorry. But, man, there's a lot of names to keep track there's of. There's a lot of names. And the reason we know Molly's name is because Molly came by our booth for unrelated reasons. Um, went shopping. We Gave us handwritten ribbons, which was yes. so cool. Okay. Entirely different conversation. Molly walks off. We open Discord. And see, I don't even know like why this I human, Discord, but like yeah, this this person has messaged about having snitch witches, and having right. like gluten free ones, and having ones that were not peanut butter, like all these different combinations, and was like, don't worry, like everything is so safe, like we were so careful, all the things, and we have snitch witches. And- so if you see us, ask for a snitch witch, and I freak out because oh my god, I don't even like peanut butter. But I love like but like the nostalgia and just like the the like point of a snitch witch just brings me so much joy. It is the only time you will ever see me eat a peanut butter sandwich, is when it's a snitch witch. Snitch witch. So yeah, I message yeah. Molly in the Discord in capital letters, which I almost didn't do because it felt aggressive. But aggressive felt yeah. like the only emotion I could handle, and I just replied. I was like, No, you have to come back to whimsy and fest. <laughs> Yeah, and she was like, okay, "I was like, I'm you coming. have to send it in all caps, <laughs> <laughs> like fully in the like. I don't, I don't DM her. I don't just fully in the channel. Come back to Lindsay, Molly. Come that. back." <laughs> and she's like, "Okay." <laughs> she runs back, and we're like, "Molly, you have snitch witches." Turns out she also has a whole other handwritten ribbon about snitch witches too. So 
we the got bootleg snitches. Snitwitch, bootleg snitwitches. Um, Dag ate their snitwitch during the jam, which was just like perfect. Then Jenna Perfect. saw me post about the snitch witch and was like, excuse me, you have a snitch witch? And I was like, I'll get you a snitch witch. Don't worry. Like, it was <laughs> it was just so perfect. It was just like the... I got to have a snitch like, witch? Yeah. Cassidy got to have a snitch witch for the first time ever. It was great. It was a, it was a true, like, community moment. Moment. Yeah. Um, and I will say that for anybody who's gluten-free who is listening... Um, this is a very, like, niche thing that nobody else will know, but gluten-free bread is better when it's toasted. Um, so, like, it was an untoasted Snitchwitch sandwich, but yeah. there's no way that somebody could have toasted gluten-free bread and it's still been safe. Um, yeah, yeah. so, like, now I, part of me, and I'm not going to do this, probably, but part of me really, really wants to make gluten-free Snitchwitches next year and, like, acquire a new toaster. Um, in Portland, <laughs> so that I can make Cassidy. proper gluten-free sandwiches. But also, I don't buy gluten-free bread no. anymore. I bake it myself. So, like, let me let me put a loaf of gluten-free bread in my suitcase. No. I'm I'm putting a hard stop to this immediately. <laughs> if you want to make gluten-free yeah. toasted sandwiches, do it at home. Like in like four <laughs> months, when you're like sad about there not being a convention anytime soon, make your sandwich then. Great. Um, I'm just going to September, October, November, December, January. Oh, that'll be January. Oh, that's perfect. Actually, Jan- four months from now, we're recording on September for September 4th, which is uh, a little bit in the future. Um, four months from now is Fan Expo New Orleans, by the way. <laughs> Stress. All right. Well, not literally which in we four haven't, months. Potentially. Which we haven't decided if we're going to do. That's a whole separate but, conversation. Um, not for a podcast. Yeah. Anyway, no, my point was not. like, you know, in a couple months when you're sad about <laughs> not know. being with your can friends, that's when you can make a toasted snitchwitch. Great. I'll do that. Um, okay, so speaking of ribbons. And ribbons. Oh. All the things. It's both. <laughs> um, we, yep. we came across some, some Lee Con lore, and from what oh. I could tell from talking to some other people, no one else seems to have heard this story. So we are the keeper of this lore, in our, at least in terms of, like, in our, like, part of the, because, like, you know, Leakton community is small, but then there's still, like, factions. And I right. seem to have been the only person to, like, like, every time I brought this up to someone else, they had not heard this story yet. And so it's very Which important is... that we tell this on the podcast for, like, posterity purposes. Right, and also just because it was hilarious? It's wild. I mean, I would have told the story regardless. But I feel like a certain responsibility to bring this story to the people. <laughs> right. Okay, take so, it away. So we're at the booth, and and I feel like this is a little bit like, you know, because Cassidy has never had a snitch witch, there's like a little bit of a different like level of connection to snitch witches. Also, yeah. I went to Boston 2019, where the snitch witch commercial, like infomercial happened, and it was, like, one of the greatest hours of my life. Like, where is that album? Right. We need it. Anyway, so a girl comes up to the to the booth, and she has some... The ribbon says something about, like, bring back snitch witches, or I miss... I don't know. It's a snitch witch-related ribbon, and I can't remember exactly what it says. And so I, obviously, I'm like, oh, my God, you made snitch witch ribbons? Like, or, oh, my God, you have a snitch witch ribbon? Whatever. And she goes, yeah, so funny story... 
we had our ribbons delivered to our Airbnb, which, by the way, don't do that. <laughs> like, clearly, that's a bad right. idea. But, like, you know, travel times and delivery times, sometimes you don't really have a choice. Um, right. But, like, FYI, maybe don't ship packages to your Airbnb. That's just, like, a future because, tip to everyone listening. Yeah. Because they get there on Thursday and the box is nowhere to be found. And they're like, ugh, someone stole our box. Like, that's so annoying because they can't, like, they might be able to get a refund, but they can't get new ribbons in time for LeagueCon. Like, there's a... Right. That's, this is not an Amazon package. Um, right. And it's on Thursday already when they get there, like, later on Thursday. So their their ribbons are, are missing. Disappointing. And then, so there's two girls that go to the Airbnb. The third person, who might have been a cousin or something, I'm not totally sure. The third person takes the wrong bus and ends up 45 minutes away from their Airbnb. Yep. Gets off the bus and like is like looking at the street their ribbons are scattered throughout the streets of Chicago but like in that spot this girl gets off on a bus a wrong bus 45 minutes away looks down and finds her missing ribbons in the street and I don't think she knew that they were missing yet is am I correct in that that she was like why are our ribbons on the street I mean, I think in general, why are ribbons on the street? Like, were a question. I'm not totally sure. If, like, I'm, I'm feel like if you got somewhere and like you were missing a package, you would tell the other person. So I'm not a hundred percent sure if she knew or not. But regardless, sure. she was like, "Why are my ribbons in the street? <laughs> and why are my ribbons in the street here? Here, here, right? Where I have like gotten off on the wrong. Like, I shouldn't have been here. Like, what is happening?" <laughs> But of course, Both the it's ribbons like, and I are in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like none of this makes sense. So of course, it's the like literal streets of Chicago. So there's like right. a lot of them have been like ran over or like you know or have dirt on them and things. This girl manages to salvage fourteen ribbons. Exactly yep. fourteen ribbons are salvaged, and uh, it's just like wild. So we meet the first two girls. And I'm like, oh my god, your ribbon. And then, like, the next day, because I think that was Friday, and then on Saturday, this other girl comes up to that, me, up to the booth, and I'm like, oh my god, you have one of the 14 Snitchwitch ribbons. And she's like, I'm oh, the right. girl who got off on the bus. And I was like, oh my god. So, like, I met, we met, you know, we, we met all three of them. And, like, her, like, a little bit of her side of the story, and, like, heard the original story, and, like, it was incredible. So what we're all kind of collectively assuming happened is that someone stole the package. Right. And then, like, drove off or whatever. And then opened yep. the box and was like, what are these? Because, truly, if you're not going to LeakyCon, you have None no of the things idea. make sense. Like, you don't, like, not even is it, like, the fact that it's Snitchwitch, like, reference, but, like, Ribbons? What do you do with that? Like, right. this person got so unlucky with the package they stole. And then they must have yeah. just, like, tossed them out their car window. And then Which is a just, whole like, different problem. Scattered in the wind. It's so wild. And then, like, and then she found I, them. I, uh, I just have so many questions. Yeah. So and many questions. Zero answers. 
the girls didn't have the answers either. They like, these did are not. Just, these are just questions we all have to live with. But it's extremely interesting to me that we met all three girls, like, kind of separately and, like, heard about this story and, like, you know, we have the legend of the 14 Stitch with Ribbons and no one else seems to have met them. Well, you know, truly, it's not like they could hand out ribbons and everybody would know about the ribbons because there was only 14 of them. There was only 14 of them, which means that 11 other people did get ribbons and we were not one of them. Hmm. I don't know who else got these snitch ribbons, but that is the legend of the 14 ribbons. Hmm. Did you not get one of their ribbons? Nope. I was not offered a ribbon. Oh. I feel like I deserve another 14 ribbons, but I understand that there's a scarce thing going on there. Yeah, that's true. I did get some um, other handwritten ribbons that were very scarce. And, like, oh. some other, like, decorated ribbons that were, like, personally made. Um, yeah. I, um, which, by the way, the ribbons handwritten are always so... ribbons, brilliant. We've got, some people have some ideas floating around about getting blank ones so that they can be, like, per- we couldn't do this because of the booth thing, but, like, so that they can, like, personalize them throughout the weekend. So oh, my good. gosh. That that's like definitely a level of we are too busy over yeah, those yeah, three days. Yeah, that's not an idea to, for us. There's that. other people that I have spoken to that are gonna maybe potentially do this plan for me. Great. Yeah, because that's hysterical. Uh yeah. I had never we had never considered the idea of handwritten ribbons and now that it's been introduced to us, brilliant. I got one that was did you also get a dragon ribbon? It was like for uh, there was truly, like each of the sure. kind of the dragons, and then there were like glitter, like cut out like on the cricket dragons glued onto it. So good, people are so creative. I I feel like I need to not know about these things because I have enough time between now and next year's no. WikiCon to really get myself in some trouble. No, no, no! You have so many other things to do. Um, I did like get an idea accidentally about trivia questions in the bags you did (laughs) that i am probably gonna do because it sounds really fun i mean like some of them will obviously be repeats like i don't need 300 of them um but uh i do think that'll be fun i might be able to Uh, especially if i can somehow combine it with melissa's trivia that's true um, we also have the, the rubber ducks. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the ducks. <laughs> um, I might be able to help you out with some trivia lists, potentially. Okay, good. If they're still floating yeah, the around ducks, my computer. The ducks I probably will do next year, just because I'll get my you have act together ahead of time. Because I have them. But the idea is that they are hidden around the convention center um, with a note on their little butts that says, like take me to whimsy and zest like whatever the booth number is um and like get something or spin a wheel or draw a prize or like i haven't worked that part out yet but it's supposed to lead people back to the booth with a little duck that like arthur weasley's you know what is the purpose of a rubber duck to bring people to my booth that's that's what the purpose is so if you like that idea and you want to sign up for potentially hiding some booths, uh, some ducks around, <laughs> around Portland, uh, let us know, because we might need some right. help with that. 
Right, right. Because that um, sounds time-consuming. Jeff has already signed up for the job. <laughs> Jeff has, yeah. Um, Jeff was on board with the with the duck hiding uh, very early on. And yeah. I just couldn't decide early enough. Um, but I'll have to put that on my, like, sooner rather than later to-do list in case I have to do some workshopping. Anyway. Um, this is a completely, is, like, separate conversation. But we're yep. just kind of going down the list now and uh, trying to move yeah. through some things. So um, yep. the next thing on the list literally just says constantly scream about Jagulus and the Marauders and also Red, White, and Royal Blue. And this, I mean, I feel like that applies more to me than you. But in general, just, like, the best conversations about some of our favorite things just like on repeat but like it never gets old right well the thing about it is that like I feel like I kept having to do things like the bag situation or the inventory or something so the goal for next year is to not have any work to do once the convention starts because I just like actually talk to people yeah. Right, because like I, I initiate these conversations by making the dang buttons, and then I don't get to have the conversations. I just get to like listen to the conversations. So I'm just yelling the whole time. But also, you hadn't read Red, White, and Royal Blue yet. You still haven't read. I still Red, haven't. Red, White, and Royal Blue yet. So those conversations you like just kind of got bits and pieces of. Um, we got yeah. kind of lucky with the timing of the movie coming out that it was like some big hype. Yes. So we made sure we got some buttons. And uh, that was super fun the whole time. And then also, obviously, just always happy to yell at the Marauders, specifically about Jagulus, but the Marauders in general, to the point where I wasn't at the booth, because I think I was making us coffee or something. Oh, yeah, I was making us coffee before the Wizard Rock Jam, and you told, who I now know is JD, uh, that she had to come back to the booth. Well, she also had to come back to the booth because she had to finish purchasing. Yeah, you tell the story. So here's- I wasn't there. Here's what happened. So, um, I, I think we've made this clear by now that Allie and I became friends because she spent so long at my booth that I thought I recognized her later, and then later, when I recognized her, I had to go introduce myself, and then we became friends. Um, and if you haven't heard that story, you haven't listened to episode one yet, so catch up. <laughs> right. Um, right. Uh, so, whenever somebody would, like, almost apologize for, like, taking too long, like in air quotes... Um, I would be like, no, you don't understand. The other half of this booth at this point did the same thing. You're totally That's fine. literally how it became um, friends. Take as long as you need. I can confirm that it is overwhelming. Right. And so, like, when Allie's there, we kind of, like, bounce off of each other and we tell that and we make everybody, like, hopefully feel more comfortable. Um, and when Allie's not there, I'm, like, gesturing to the space where Allie <laughs> normally would be sitting. Um, and... It's always a little bit different doing a booth without Allie there at the moment because I don't have somebody to bounce it off of. So yeah. I'm just kind of like a little bit more awkward, a little bit more like, ooh, uh, if, if this person isn't interested in speaking to me at this moment because they are, you know, reading things, uh, then I'm just kind of there. Um, so there's this girl, JD, who is lovely. Um, and she's kind of like looking at things. She's been around the booth for a while. Um, she's kind of doing the thing where she pulls things to, like, make decisions and look and figure out what she wants. And, you know, there's tiered uh, bundles and things like that. And she's standing by the Nerd Fighter and the Red, White, and Blue, Royal Blue stuff. Um, and I had said, like, we were talking about Jugulus, and I had said, oh, well, you'll have to come back because 
you're gonna need to talk to Allie. Like, the thing you are saying, you're going to need to talk, to tell Allie that also, like, yes, I'm a fan, but, like, I want, I want you to have, I want Allie to be in on this conversation. Um, and then she says, like, okay, well, I'm, like, going to the Wizard Rock jam? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to the Wizard Rock jam, like, in a little while, and I was like, oh, well, Allie's gonna be there. Like, currently she is making our coffee so that I can have coffee before she leaves. Um, but, like, she'll be there, too. And in my mind, I'm like, you guys can meet up there and then, well, you know, we did. potentially. <laughs> right. But so I tell JD this and then I'm like w- watching the time because Allie has to get back and then immediately leave. And like, do I have time to go to the bathroom? Like, I think maybe I had gone before you like whatever. But but yeah. I'm like watching Just the time. In general, because... like watching the time. Right. And it's like a couple minutes. I don't know. Maybe like five I cut it pretty close. I think because I was also getting things for Jenna. So, like, I met oh, yeah. Jenna in the, like, in a different part of the convention center to, like, get this up to her. Also, I was holding three cups of coffee. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't think that part through. So, like, I couldn't move yep. quite as quickly as, like, I might have normally. So, there was, like, a little bit of, like, some things to work out in my in my getting back to the booth. So, anyway, so I'm I'm looking at the time. And then I tell JD, you have to go. Like, you have the you, you have an event happening. <laughs> like, you have somewhere to be. And she goes, oh no. Like, I've, like, she looks down at this pile of things that she's acquired. And she was like, but I, like, I don't, I haven't made a decision. And I was like, I'll put it aside for you. Like, you're going to the place that Allie is going to be. You'll find her. Just come back with her then. Like, it's um, particularly and, funny. And, because I have done yes. this to a different booth at a different convention for the exact same yep. reason. So Cassidy's like, oh no, it's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and like I got, but I was the one this time that was like, you have to leave yeah. now. Like not in a <laughs> yeah. mean way, but you gotta go. You're going to You are about to lose track of time. And the thing you want to go to is like a thing that my friends are doing. So like, please go there. <laughs> right. Um... But it was so, so I get funny. Back to and, the booth, uh... and I'm like talking to Cassidy, like, here's your coffee, blah, blah. She's like, so the other thing is JD, also, like, her name is Jess, but she goes by JD. So I come up to the booth, and Cassidy's like, there's a girl, Jess or JD, that you need to meet. And I think that, like, maybe Cassidy doesn't remember her name. So I end up in the Wizard Rock <laughs> Cafe in the jam, and I end up behind her, and somehow. We, I, like, realize who she is. Oh, because she was dressed in a Bobatons outfit. Yes. And I think you told me that. Which is, like, yes. in, which is, like, a, not, like, an uncommon cosplay, but also not, like, a very common cosplay. And in a it does room take of, a little like, bit more 30 people, there was only yeah. one. So I was, like, Right, it does oh. take a little bit more effort to do properly. So I go to but her, like, yeah. oh, my God, does your name start with a J? <laughs> And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm Allie. I was told I have to meet you. And then at that exact second, the cafe, like, they start, the jam starts. So we couldn't actually, like, talk. But I was like, oh my god, I heard about you. You're the Marauders person. Which is, like, one of my favorite things about, like, when one of us meets somebody that we've been told about. Because I did it with Mary Grace, too, when she, um, she was, like, pointing at Allie's ribbon, and she was like, oh, like, that, that's my friend, my friend has a shop like that, and I was like, you're Mary Grace! You're Mary that's Grace! Allie. Yes! <laughs> like, not only does like, your friend on, have a shop her. like that, 
This is your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was one of those where I was like, hold on. Uh, you have a name that I need to know. And it's just like the funniest thing, like spotting a person out of essentially a crowd of people. Like, yeah. like that all you know, kind of blur together a it, little bit. There are parts of we kind of feel very small. Like, the Wizard Rock subsection is pretty small. Like, we very quickly, you know everybody who's, like, going to these events regularly. But, like, as a whole, this convention isn't that small. So, like, making right. these connections off of just, like, bare minimum information. Like, Cassidy very quickly telling me that a girl whose name I now understand is both Jess and JD, but like I didn't get right. all of that information in this very short period of time. But she's yep. dressed in a Bobatons outfit, like, and going to the jam was enough for me to be like, oh my god, I heard about you and I was told we need to be friends. Which, by the way, we are friends now. We are, so. yeah. <laughs> it worked. She's lovely. Like, she also lives in the state of New York and is probably coming to visit me in October. So, it's it very, worked out I'm very jealous. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, that, I don't know how we got there from, oh, screaming about Jugulus. So I screamed about Jugulus with her. And, yeah, the yeah. Marauders. And also, like, the Nerdfighter stuff. Always a That's, great yeah. thing to, to, to scream about again. Yep, and the Nerdfighter stuff in particular is really great for, again, like, identifying our people. Um, yeah. Because it's, uh, it's at least gonna, I, like light up the people that we want lit up like okay hello you're you're it um see, never normal i never sneeze like, okay, means, yep. we can be friends we can be friends um moving on only slightly from screaming about jegulus and the marauders um listen this is one every of the year, funniest thing that happened to the entire convention <laughs> every year there's people that will come up and they'll be like do you have any Hagrid stuff? Do you have any Dobby stuff? Do you have any... Insert quite literally every character here. Somebody is going to ask about somebody that I don't have stuff for, right? And, and every year because, I like, try... There are so many buttons that sometimes if people are only looking for one really specific thing, they don't even look. They come up to the table and they're just like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Do you have it? Right. If we do, we point it out. Like, I can point out a tray of characters, you know... Um, and then they're happy to pick through, so, but sometimes it's like, you know, I'm looking for something really specific, and your table's very overwhelming. And if you don't right. have the thing, then, like, great, thank you so much, I'm moving on. Right. Um, and so somebody came up and asked if we had any serious black buttons. Specifically and Ali asked if we had any serious black or buck beak buttons. Yes. And I went, didn't put Buckbeak on a button. That's a, that's a, that's my problem. I should have done that. That's my bad. Um, I have an entire menagerie tray. You'd think I would have Buckbeak on a button at this point. Um, anyway, but I was like, we totally have serious black buttons. We have an entire, oh no, we have an entire tray of Marauders stuff that, uh, is actually mostly, uh, Fanfic, Fan or uh, Dead Gay Wizards from the 70s coded. Yeah. Um, and this turns person wasn't out... even looking for herself. She was, like, looking for someone else who wasn't at the convention. And the only reason that we, like, really, like, that made us hesitate was because Buckbeak was included in there. 
Like, if someone right. comes to the table is like, oh, do you have serious Black? I'm going to immediately assume that you're looking for, like, Marauders, like, fanfic era things. But because right. it was, like, serious Black or Buck Peak, I was instantly like, oh, we have a problem. <laughs> right. Um, and so we point out the Marauders trend. We're like, you might, if you're going to find it, it's going to be in here. Uh... But like maybe the closest thing is like if Lost returned to Grimall Place, like that might be the closest thing to what yeah. you were specifically looking for. But as it technically turns out, also like I have a button that says Padfoot that's got you know a dog oh, on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But like, no, no. Apparently, um, we we apparently need to make some regular serious black buttons, which means we probably need some regular Remus Lupin buttons. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um at mm. least I did better this year and I had Draco buttons that that had nothing to do with fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah, that um, was an improvement. So that was that was good. Um but I was just unprepared to not be able to fill a serious black request. Yeah, it was really weird and we were afterwards we were like, "Huh?" We don't have any regular <laughs> serious black buttons. Who knew? I also that did was a problem. Um, before New England Wizard Fest, I had to message Allie and be like, "What is even a serious black quote?" <laughs> it like, was a problem. We were all like, "Uh," and then I had to Google. <laughs> <laughs> and I still like, didn't I make them. Like I couldn't come up with. I've done my waiting for twelve years. Like, nope. I, yeah. I literally had to Google it. Ridiculous. I don't know, man. Uh, stay tuned for next year or potentially Etsy or Shopify or whatever um, to see what we come up with for regular serious black buttons. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Um, so kind of moving on from the, like, convention itself. Yep. Um, Allie has a job that requires her to do things... Even when she's on PTO, because unfortunately the world of social media does not actually stop when your social media manager goes on vacation. It doesn't. And also, like, um, I'm not the most organized person in the world either. And we had uh, quite a a few conventions kind of in a short period Mm -hmm. of time. And so potentially, like for BroadwayCon, I was much more organized. Um, Because it was the first one. Because it was the first one. In the period between BroadwayCon and LeakyCon, and LeakyCon being the first weekend of the month, which means, like, all of my right. new calendars, like, it was, there was just, I didn't have enough time to be as organized as I would have liked to be, just personally, but then also, yes, social media does not stop, like, I still get emails from clients, and, um, you know, my weekly reports, I have to have the, like, statistics from, like, I can't, I can't pull analytics from a... Tuesday for Friday. Things right. like that. Um, and so, and because I, I don't want to ever not be with my friends, like, I don't want to miss out on the moments. And the moments all mm-hmm. happen between, like, 9 p.m. and, and like, 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sending a lot of emails at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because I am responsible. Like, I was getting my work done. I just didn't want to do it at a normal time. Right. So, uh, the hotel room was set up, we're, like, in the front of the, like, right by the door, 
the closet kind of created this like little hallway but like almost like a little like entrance way before the hallway so that's yeah. where I ended up doing my work because like Cassidy and Jenna were going to bed like normal people and also the right. outlets in that hotel room were a little strange so yeah. I couldn't plug my laptop in in a lot of places so I was plugging my laptop in the closet and then like sitting next to the closet in this little front hallway to the point where we were just consistently like whether I was doing work or not referring to that area of the room as my office and it was like oh yep. yeah no that's in the office oh yeah no just this throw that like, in the office yeah put that in the office we'll pick it up as we go out yep <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and then because we had the Nespresso from Jenna's apartment and we were making the salads and stuff but we only had one sink which was in the bathroom obviously uh at different but it, points it wasn't oh yeah it, it wasn't, wasn't actually like in, the, in bathroom. the bathroom luckily it was like the 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 toilet and the shower were in a room that had a door that closed and then the sink and like vanity area was out right outside that luckily it's so lovely that that's becoming like the norm for most hotels at this point like not all hotels yeah. but i feel like that's becoming more and more popular than it used to be yeah um which is lovely so we were occasionally when we were washing things that were like <laughs> salad related or whatnot, like if, if someone was using the bathroom for like the sink for like, you know, bathroom purposes, this was not true. But when it was for like, I'm washing the milk steamer, it was like, oh no, I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> then yep. I hit the kitchen and I'm in my office in this like normal, not a sweet hotel room. Yep. Yep. You know, it was the, it was an, okay, I left the, I left the coffee cups in the kitchen um yeah. or like on the kitchen counter <laughs> yeah um which is i mean i feel like that's saying it now it feels truly unhinged um for there us to be referring to sleep nope nope you uh got significantly less sleep than jenna I and did. i did i did i am not a response i mean i'm a i'm not a i don't make smart decisions about my sleep schedule um i did take some naps in my office though <laughs> <laughs> while doing work. Yeah. I found a blanket I will in the say ho- that, closet. Like, <laughs> I... Oh, and I'm yawning here because it's almost 11 o'clock while we're recording this. Um, but I, uh, for me, and Allie's an hour ahead. Um, yeah. But we, uh, like, I, I had already done two conventions by that point, back to back. And so I just, I just couldn't function without without sleeping i had already done that um between new york and uh doing corpus christi comic-con and so like there was some things that i like didn't want to go to sleep but i needed to go to sleep and i am very proud of myself for um doing that and being responsible and i truly do not know if that's how it's gonna go next year because LeakyCon is the first of the conventions so far um That's going to be interesting, though, because we do have to make it to Chattanooga. We have to make it to Chattanooga. Anyway, more on that later. Um, um, so, yeah. Uh, but it we, does we had extra... LobbyCon. Oh, yeah. Well. So, um, you know, <sighs> re-not sleeping and re-like just spending as much time with our friends as possible. Uh, on Sunday night, I kind of started LobbyCon in that... Um, I went downstairs when everyone else went to... We had dinner in our hotel room with Jane and Sarah 
Um, and then Jenna, mm-hmm. obviously, because she was staying with us. And uh, right. Jade and Sarah went to bed, like, left the room, and I assume went to bed. Uh, and Jenna and Cassidy yep. did go to bed. And I checked in with Dag and knew that there were still people downstairs. And this was, like, midnight. So I went downstairs, and then um, slowly people went upstairs until it was 2 a.m. And Melissa left Dag and I alone in the hotel lobby. And this is maybe the worst thing that anyone can do. The two of us should never be left alone together. I mean, if it was during the day, it would be fine. But, like, neither of us are the one. We literally said, as Melissa went to bed, I said, oh, no, we should set a timer. (laughs) Because otherwise, we'll just be up forever. Uh, We went to bed at 4 a.m. Because at that point, I, like, I just couldn't do it anymore. Because it was Sunday. Right. And I was done. And so I did go to bed at 4 a.m. So I left the lobby. We went, I went to bed. We uh, packed the next morning. I said, we said goodbye to some people. We got all of our stuff downstairs. And then uh, just never left the lobby. LobbyCon. Yep. LobbyCon started on a greater scale. It uh, did, yes. Then. Yes. A full-on LobbyCon. Um, and, and LobbyCon is literally what it sounds like. It is the after convention time spent in the lobby, whether you are waiting for a ride or you're waiting to go to the airport or you just frankly don't want to leave. Um, yeah, um, I need and, to stop making plans for that day because they never, I never do them. Nope. Um, and Sarah and I both had flights uh, Monday evening, and so we were going to go to the airport uh, together, and then maybe she wasn't going to, and then she ended up deciding to do so um, uh, just because of, of timing and, like, it didn't work out for, like, other people's flights um, for her to, like, not just come to the airport with me. Um, but, so, so we, we did leave LobbyCon momentarily with, oh, uh, Retta yes, and Michelle. Oh, mm-hmm. And Dag. And we, and Dag, and we, uh, field tripped through... All the way to Starbucks. <laughs> Our big adventure yeah. was to Starbucks. However, yep. it did become an adventure. It did. It wasn't meant to be a, an actual adventure. It was meant to go acquire some Starbucks and say bye to Britt and Nicole. Yes. Um, who we will and talk about in a moment. We'll come back. Yeah. Um, but we... Uh, I had some we assumed, really small partial information that was not nearly yeah. enough to get us where we needed to go. So the Starbucks in our convention, like in the convention center that we were in for the con and was connected to our hotel, was closed because it was a Monday. So like there was no yeah. conventions on a Monday, you know, everything. So it was closed. There was a Starbucks right. in the like actual lobby of the hotel, like a real Starbucks uh, of the like sister hotel. Right. And I had Not heard people say things like, oh, yeah, the Sky Bridge closes at a certain time. So, like, you can't use it to go back later or something like that. And so I, like, vaguely knew that there was a sky bridge connecting the convention center and the hotel, the other hotel with the Starbucks in it. I also knew there was a sky bridge that connected the two because there had been instructions that, like, vendors were sharing between each other. But I ignored all of those because it wasn't my hotel and I didn't want to confuse myself. 
Yeah, so we so, didn't have nearly enough information, as it turns out. And, like, in past years, at past hotels, Skybridges have always been, like, relatively easy to use. Yeah, they're, like, not that complicated because they're generally connecting two buildings with a with a bridge. Like, there's, yep, you can't go the, anywhere else. Yep, in the sky. Else. That's, you, and you usually can, like, look see. and see the connections. Yep. Yeah. Um... Well, I don't know what the deal is. And, like, there should be signs. And we followed signs. And we did not end up where we thought we were supposed to be. We were hitting, like, dead ends. We were hitting signs that weren't telling us what we thought they should be. And then we ended up back outside. Because we were like, let's just just go Well, we made a giant circle. (laughs) Right. Well, we did. And then when we got outside, we had to walk past all of the LobbyCon friends that we left... Because not uh, everyone came with us to Starbucks. Right. A si- we left them a significant amount of time prior to this. And then we had to walk past all of them and just wave without Starbucks. And Lexi was the first one to pick up on this. That, uh-huh. like, what are what these are people you doing? doing Meanwhile, out there? Meanwhile, like, are you guys coming? Like, maybe, we're, maybe we got our wires crossed and you're going to a different Starbucks? And I was like, no, no, no. Nope. We're on the way. We're just lost. <laughs> yep. Oh, none of us had bothered to look at a map. Um, no, again, because it was a sky bridge. Map yep. should not be needed yep. for a sky bridge. Nope. And uh, anyway, so we walked. It was a beautiful walk. It um, was. Let's be, Chicago we really came through with uh, with that weather on Sunday. I mean, on Monday. Um, and yeah. uh, we did acquire Starbucks. We said goodbye to our friends. We said goodbye we to said surprise goodbye friends. friends that happened to be in the we same did. lobby. Yep. And then we went back and to our lobby. Yep. And lobby conned. To the point where I didn't leave until we went to dinner at in Chinatown at six with Cassidy and, and Sarah went to their flight, obviously. I was supposed to go with Jenna multiple times and none of that worked out. I just stayed there in the lobby. And then we went to dinner yep. in uh Chinatown. Uh, I went back to the hotel lobby to call an Uber to get to Jenna's because I didn't really want to do it from the restaurant. That was, like, not as good of an idea. Uh, ran into Mary Grace, who had a whole flight debacle that I'm not going to get into right now. And uh, I think I finally left the lobby at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Yep. Like, I lobby con the entire day. Monday. Yep. Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have one more kind of bit to talk about. Yeah, so uh, you you had your flight and everything was was good, and you got home. I did. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yes, I did want some kind of response there. <laughs> oh well, I'm gonna have to cut this out. But I'm hearing feedback from like I'm hearing myself. Oh. And that's weird. it's making Suddenly? me feel like are your head are your headphones plugged all the way in? Yeah, my audio didn't mm-hmm. change. That's really weird. Uh, yeah. Are you still hearing it? Um, let me see. Did I move? Nope. Like, it's gone? Ow. I don't know, but I'm not hearing it now. Okay, I might have gotten closer to my phone. Like, I might oh. have leaned forward or something? Oh. I don't know. Okay. Well, Very that's good strange. to know. Anyway. Potentially. Sorry. So, so yeah, my, um, 
flight was, I feel like, relatively uneventful. I don't, like, have any... Sarah and I went to the airport, and we hung out, and it was super crowded because, of course, Lollapalooza had just ended also. Um, And uh, I don't particularly remember anything particular happening on the plane um, or whatever. And then I left Tuesday morning, um, which I ended up booking that flight because I could stay at Jenna's for free, obviously, um, and the flights were just cheaper, but something kept telling me to, like, because I was going to go home on Monday, and something kept telling me to book my flight for Tuesday. So glad I did, because the Northeast had all sorts of weather problems, and I was very yeah. grateful to not have that problem. So I get on my flight on Tuesday, and I left, like, you know, it was like a morning flight. I get on the plane, and I'm just doing, like, one last final scroll before, like, the flight takes off, and Autumn has posted one of the videos from the Wizard Rock set that I missed at the cafe. Right. Uh, And I knew that there were videos, but she hadn't, like, shown them to me yet, so I had no idea what she played or, like, how it went or anything. I just knew that, like, it went well, but, like, I hadn't, I didn't have any details. And so this video pops up of of Autumn singing at the cafe, so I instantly, I'm like, ah, I gotta listen to this before we leave. Because uh, then I will be right. in suspense for this entire plane ride. And she opens, like, the video starts with her, like, introducing the song. And she's talking about how it's, like, inspired by Wizard Rock songs and, like, being, like, you know, missing Wizard Rock. And so she calls it, like, I Miss Wizard Rock. And uh, she has not even started singing. I don't know anything about the song. And I am crying on the plane. Just, like, I'm in a window seat just, like, looking at the, like, looking away from people because tears yep. are coming out of my eyes and Autumn has not even started singing. Now we've already wrecked the song. We've already talked about the song. You already know where to get yep. the song. We have linked it many times on Instagram. So I'm going to move on quickly but like just instantly crying and that was just like the perfect way to like leave Chicago. Yep. Um. Yep. The other so, like piece that we wanted to include that um i guess maybe we could have stuck this in earlier but uh brit was our we actually have talked about her a little bit on we have the car cast so that like works out right right um so um she was our like across the aisle booth neighbor um are you looking for the book I am, and it's not in reach. I finally found it. I thought it was on my end table and that I could, like, pick it up and, like, you know, potentially give information, but it is not in reach of me, so. Um, well, I don't think it, we need the book, uh, but, like, I was just going to no. be like, oh, it's right here. Anyway, uh, she was across from us, and I was excited because I actually followed Britt on Instagram previously because she has great Germany memes. So if you want to follow anyone for Germany memes, I would recommend following her just in general, but also specifically for that. And uh, her friend, her her helper, Nicole, the the moment we see her, I recognize that she is wearing a t-shirt from Knox and Nimbus, who is Taylor's yep. shop, who I met at Orlando, and I am, like, maybe her biggest fan. I literally, I just got a new <laughs> t-shirt from her. That was my birthday present that I was being held hostage at my friend's house. But, like, I probably own... I own quite a few of her t-shirts and also other items. Um, So I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I'm excited because, like, I follow you on Instagram and, oh my god, you're wearing a Nox and Nimbus design. Like, incredible. So we were, like, instantly best friends. 
They are the nicest people in the entire world. I love both of them. I've, like, consistently talked with them since then. Like, we are going to continue to be friends. Um, But we've already kind of talked about her writing. So go check out The Abandoned Realm by Brittany Hansen. Yeah, I pulled up the website. I pulled BrittanyHansenAuthor.com. Um, it's oh, great. The Abandoned Realm. Uh, when a writer abandons a story, the hero is ripped from the existence the author created and sentenced to the abandoned realm. With less people believing in the power and magic of fiction, the real world and the abandoned realm are slowly poisoned as the boundary between them weakens. A vengeful hero-turned-villain exploits the boundary's weakness to make a portal, flooding San Francisco with bloodthirsty monsters and dark magic. Bex, a failed writer, and her resentful, unfinished character hold the key to resealing the portal. Their inner demons, as well as those attacking the city, must all be defeated to close the portal before the time runs out. So, yeah. Um, it's like, great. truly sounds I've fantastic. Read it. it is fantastic. The idea is so unique, so interesting. So, uh, we, just, we just love them. So, I wanted to make sure that she got included yep. in this episode somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then. Are we ready to move on to Portland? Yeah. So next year's um, LeakyCon will be in Portland, Oregon, July 5th through 7th. Uh, tickets and hotel reservations are now open, um, as are vendor applications, which I still have not yet filled out because that required a little bit more brain power than yep. I had this weekend. Um, and for returning people who did panels last year, panel submissions are open. And I believe panel submissions will be open soon for everyone else. Right. And by the time we upload this, and, it might be out. But at the moment, it's not. Right. Yeah. Um, and we'll share on Instagram and stuff, like, when those things open, just yeah. because it's LeakyCon. Um, and, like, this is one of those weird timing things that we... Uh, went through with the Literary Ink episodes that we've recorded but are about to have to re-record the episode because we keep, like, doing them and then there's a problem. Um, but, like, I haven't been... Whimsy and Zest hasn't been approved as a vendor because I haven't applied, but, like, we can almost certainly say that, like, we'll be at LeakyCon next year. Um, but it always feels a little weird to say that before I have the, like, you've been a, you've been accepted email. Right, yeah, we haven't even applied yet, so obviously, take that with a grain of salt, but also, like... If for it's some like reason can. we didn't get approved, we'd probably still be there. Yeah. Uh, so, you Truthfully, know. if I don't get approved for LeakyCon, I'm going to riot. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know what but... that looks like, but, like, it's not really a problem that we're going to deal with until we have to deal with it. So just assume right. that in one way or another, we'll be at this convention. We'll be at the convention. And we would love to know uh, if you will be also. And um, if you can't for whatever reason... Uh, the next episode that we do will be an episode you need to consider. Nope. The next, oh, next nope. episode. Next, next episode. Well, <laughs> you know, the one where we talk about literary ink. Whatever. This is <laughs> yeah. not the first time that I've skipped New England Wizard Fest um, <laughs> in, our, in me talking Y'all about the episode situation. are not even ready for that story. <laughs> But let's save all of that nope. for the future episodes, and let's bring it around to the Wizard Rock Recommendation of the Week. Yep. Um, so, hmm. today's uh, Wizard Rock Recommendation of the Week is... 
Do you want to go first? We'll flip it this week for fan fiction reasons. Oh. Oh, sure. That makes more sense. Um, okay. Well, then, uh, my Wizard Rock recommendation of the week is Lost and Found by Lauren Fairweather. Um, Lauren played that song at uh, the LeakyCon concert and is truly uh, my favorite Lauren song and one of my, like, I would say, like, top five favorite Wizard Rock songs of all time. Um, one, because it's, like, from Luna's perspective, and two, like... Obviously. It's it's Ren, and it, I love, like, I love Ren herself, but also, like, the way that she sings that song. Um, and I just... Yeah. Everything about them and that song, and it's all... Makes me happy. Agreed. <laughs> um, <laughs> my Wizard Rock recommendation of the week is Platform Nine and Three Quarters by Harry and the Potters. Um, probably because we're recording this just a couple of days after September 1st, and it truly is the best September 1st song. But also because uh, we did this at the Wizard Rock Jam, and we parodied it thanks to Autumn but then Brian struggled to finish the lyrics and Jill properly finished the lyrics, which was just <laughs> so funny to watch because Brian was trying to get the name of the hotel to fit and it was like close, but not really working. And then, you know, Jill, the poet comes in and is like, um, no, Con Chicago fits in perfectly. So that was just a great moment. Yeah. And then we all got to sing... You know, we made it a, the last verse about taking a plane to Chicago for the econ, and it was a great little moment. Um, I don't really remember the lyrics, and I'm not going to butcher them, so right. you're welcome for saving you all from that. And um, shout out. <laughs> once This podcast is really just us talking directly to Autumn. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That, I think we've done every episode since we realized Every episode. Listening has had an autumn like directly to autumn thing so anyway thanks autumn for uh making that happen yeah um what are you reading this um, week cassidy so this one was a little bit weird because again we're recording two episodes in one day um so the fic that i read last is uh that's what you do baby by a name that oh, i'm gosh. going to spell X-I-I-P-H-I-A-S-E. I just, I have some notes on usernames and my ability, <laughs> my inability to pronounce them. Um, yeah. But moving on from that, so the, uh, the, sum- the summary is, uh, in which Regulus has a crush on one James Fleamont, Nope. In which Regulus has had a crush on one James Fleamont Potter since he was 11 years old, and James is a lovable, oblivious idiot who platonically kisses people when he's happy slash excited. James kisses Regulus in a moment of excitement. Chaos and pining ensues. Um, and it's a little spicy. Um, Arctic have, I, like, really had a theme lately. <laughs> yeah. Um, I We're really in it on, like, think... the James and Regulus just, like, fluff lately. <laughs> Yeah, I truly think that this fic would have been better if it had been longer. Um, it was 48,000 words. Um, um, <laughs> that is pretty long. 
but um, the author does this very cool, like, like digs into like, like the house core of like the House of Black, and like the magical mm. core is is within the house. And oh. um, when Sirius left, his con- his his connection to the house was basically non-existent, and Regulus wants mm. to leave, and so now they have to work out how to like disconnect his magic from the house. And again, like, it could be really cool, and it just feels a little bit like uh, the author went in, was like, fluff, and then got ideas, and was like, oh, I have to wrap this up much faster than maybe I personally would like would have liked them to. Um, hmm. But it is Jegulous. Um, I believe, yep, it's Wolfstar. Um, you've got... Uh, Evan and Barty, and uh, it's also uh, Panda Lily, so there's a little bit of that in there. Um, it's just, it's cute. Um, I have some notes. There's some things that, well, like, Reg becomes an Animagus, um, but he's just like, he forms the Animagus, and I was like, there's a Mandrake leaf that's, and a month that's <laughs> supposed to be in yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you got, we have... There's, like, so few things in canon that, like, are, like, genuinely useful for, like, Marauders-era lore. Because, uh, like, right. we've thrown out everything we know about Barty and Evan. I learned recently that yep. Evan is apparently canonically a different age. Like, literally had no idea. Nope. That we've thrown out I reject so much. That. But, like, baseline is, like, knowing how, like, that process works. And, like, we, we yep. do have directions. So, like, use them. And, like, you know, knowing right. how, like, basic potions work, like, all of those kinds of things, we really can't ignore. Right. So there was, like, there's some, uh, like, uh, you know, some, some, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, some, I don't want to say problems, but, like, some, like, like continuity issues. Yeah. Yeah, discrepancies. Um, but overall, it's a, it's a good story. Um, Which, like, you know, that's us being so nitpicky. Like, yeah, no, we don't care about Evan's age, but we care dramatically about how to become an Animagus. Like, who cares? Like, right. what? <laughs> what? What, like, higher ground are we standing on? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a Niffler's nose situation. Oh, God. We're not getting into that right now. That's a story for up. another time. Yeah. Um, um, okay, Allie, what's your fanfic... Wreck of the week. My fanfic wreck of the week, and I have been waiting to wreck this fic. So this is a very big moment. My fic wreck of the week is Crimson Rivers by Bizarre Stars, who just forever know from like this point on, we're just calling Czar because there's been some username changes. So we just we love Czar. We are so grateful that Czar put his works back up on archive of our own. We could talk about them again and like in a very respectful manner. But we're big fans. So uh, my fic wreck of the week is Crimson Rivers. I will give a very quick, like, short description. And then I will come back to this in a moment. Uh, Crimson Rivers is a mostly Jegulous, but also definitely heavily Wolfstar, Hunger Games AU that if you know anything about the Hunger Games, it goes from the very beginning of book one all the way through Mockingjay. So, like, it takes you through kind of all the big things uh, in the Hunger Games series but, um, you know, The Hunger Games was written for, like, like middle schoolers, early high schoolers, kind of. Uh, Crimson Rivers, like, 
digs into the trauma. It is a hard read, but it is beautifully written. It is just so incredibly good. The other thing Izar is incredible about tagging, about trigger warnings, gives yeah. summaries afterwards for people that don't want to read things. Like, so it's a hard read and you should know that, but there are ways to make it easier. Um, yes. Just like, oh, it's so good. I love this pick so, so, so much. And now we will come back to that in a second. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna put a quick pause in that, and you'll see why here in a minute. I'm doing some scrolling. Um, Please hold. So with that, we're going to go ahead and do our outro. But there it is. I found if it. You, <laughs> yeah, I haven't yet. Um, so if you uh, are looking at the uh, the time left on this episode, and you're wondering why are we doing our outro now. Um, stick around for a little while. Stick You'll around. see it. Um, anyway, so you can find the links to the fan fictions and the names and artists of the song recommendations in our show notes, which will be in the episode description and probably still will not be on the website, but eventually will be on the website, biscuitsandbroomsticks.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at biscuitsandbroomsticks. Uh, you can also, the topic of the week will be, that wasn't really English, but we're going to roll with it. <laughs> we're going to roll with it. <laughs> The topic of the week, uh, if you were at LeakyCon, let us know what your favorite part of LeakyCon was. If you weren't at LeakyCon, you know, did you want to go but you couldn't? Or, like, just, you know, was there something about our conversation that you were interested in? I don't know, but we want to hear about your LeakyCon experiences. What panels... Are you coming to Portland next year? Yeah, are you coming to Portland if you weren't at Chicago? Great point. Etc. It's just... We, we want to know. Tell us about your leaky content. Talk to us about leaky. Yeah. Which, by the way, talk to us about leaky at any and all points, not just for this topic of the week. Right. Right. Feel free uh, to bring that cool. one in anytime you want. But we have some very exciting news. We are we launching do. a Discord. So we can talk Yay. about all things Potter, fandom, cons, etc. Um, you can find the link to join on our Instagram and if it isn't working, because I think sometimes those links expire, uh, send us a DM, because we definitely want to get you on there, and it just sometimes there's, like, some weird things about, like, joining discords, um, and I don't yeah. really know what I'm doing, so let me know if, like, you have a problem with the link, and I'll make sure I can get you into the discord, uh, because we cannot yeah. wait to chat with you, and yeah. uh, we've jumped in with, like, a little bit of a bigger event. Yes. So here's the thing. Allie has been screaming at me to read Crimson, Crimson Rivers, Rivers since before she even finished it, truthfully. She so read part I, of it as a work in progress. I read, yeah, I read over half of it probably as a work in progress. Um, from, if if you've read Crimson Rivers or you've like followed the saga that is Zar, um, Crimson Rivers had a pretty major break in... November, so like almost a year ago, and I used that break to catch up from the beginning until wherever he had stopped posting, and then I followed the work in progress through to the end, um, which was a pretty pretty big chunk because they were uploading, it was being uploaded uh, updated twice a week. So for like reference, story at that point, Crimson Rivers is, and I really hope this was done on purpose. Crimson Rivers is exactly eight hundred sixty five thousand words. Um, uh, yeah, 
I didn't know exactly. But that is very impressive. Um, and uh, has three point one million hits. So if that tells so you good anything about how this is, you know, gonna go, uh, that should give you some um, hints. But Allie has been screaming so at me to read. So I've been telling Cassidy to read it, but I also just in general love this fic so so much. And I can't normally talk to people about it. And so at LeakyCon, because also um, it was it was off of Archive of Our Own for a while, and it's back up, but it is locked, so you need an account to see it, to right. read it. Um, and if you don't have an account and you need an Archive of Our Own account, let us know, because we have ways to get you on. We can right. hook you up. Um, so uh, I ended up talking about it to a, a handful of people. And convinced them to read it to the point where we yeah. started a book club. Yep, for Crimson Rivers. In the Discord. In, for Crimson in the Discord. Rivers. Um, it, like, basically just started. We're only a couple chapters in, which I know sounds funny because we're launching the Discord. But, like, you know, we kind of did a soft launch. Um, yep. So if you're interested in that, well, first of all, just join the Discord as a whole. But if you're interested in that specifically, uh, join the Discord and, like, we're all having a great time having a yeah. you know we're all we're, we're having a time a journey together and i'm extremely so, excited i i don't normally read um terribly terribly sad things but two of czar's other fix uh best friend best friend's brother and just lovers um are two of again they're just czar is a regular person which should be a thing that is stated like first and foremost they are also a brilliant writer. It's um so every single fic is so well done. And you just kind of want to like crawl inside of it and like live in there for a little while and just like like love the fic and the world and share it with people and Allie and I both read the first, the other two and uh, I just wasn't doing it. And so she's talking to everybody about Crimson Rivers and I'm suddenly like getting FOMO because if all of my friends are going to be reading Crimson Rivers then like, I guess I should, but here's the thing. I've also never read Hunger Games or seen Hunger Games. Um, but Which it's called The Hunger Games. So I know people fun, die. Yeah. and But, like, I am particularly interested in Cassidy reading The Hunger and reading Crimson Rivers. Because, like, I've read, of course I've read The Hunger Games. I'm like, I saw all the movies. Went to, like, you know, opening days of the, of the movies with, like, my high school friends. You know, like, Hunger Games is, in, like, a big part of my life for a period of time. Um, most other people in, like, the Harry Potter space have read the Hunger Games, or at least, you know, saw the movies, or, like, the fandoms overlapped, like, so right. much. Like, I think I literally have a pin, maybe a uh, colorful geek pin, but I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on that. But I think I have a pin that's, like, the Deathly Hallows mixed with the Mockingjay mixed with, like, a mm. trident from Percy Jackson. Like, you know... Oh. These things were so, like, intricately connected that it's, like, so interesting to me to come across someone who is not, who does not know the Hunger Games plot. And not that Crimson River is, is like, an exact match, obviously, because no way you ever is. But, like, you know, all the big plot points are there. And so to go into Crimson Rivers pretty much blind without the Hunger Games knowledge, I'm so intrigued. Now, I will say, I did give her a very quick synopsis of the first Hunger Games at Literary Inc. in March. So I ruined right. that a little tiny bit. 
but right well truthfully i don't know if i would be reading it if you hadn't yeah 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 Um, i did have to get her like in a little bit uh so i had to spoil a little bit and also i'm intrigued to like see how that affects the experience because that's so unimaginable to me right um so we uh our plan currently our plan originally was to do two chapters a week uh it's 75 chapters long, um, two chapters a week in book club. Um, however, I do imagine that we will probably move a little bit faster than that. Um, just because like I have no self-control. Melissa loves Hunger Games, so has no self-control. Uh, there's an audio, a podfic, is that right? A podfic, yep. Um, so that'll just pull JD along, um, even though, like, even if she doesn't have time to sit down and read it, um, you've read it. I might I be missing it. someone. Um. Yeah, Noelle, I don't know where Noelle stands on the, on the speed of this. Right. Well, we may just pull Noelle along with us. Um. And anyone else that joins, like, I think we're gonna kind of, we're playing it by ear a little bit. We're gonna keep it very, like, casual so if you're hearing us be like right. two chapters a week it's 75 chapters oh my god that might be like too much for me like we're gonna we're gonna play it along kind of like as you know if other people join which please join if you're interested we want you here like you know we'll just kind of see how it goes um and maybe one week if the chapters are like particularly long you know we kind of like or particularly say, heavy or particularly heavy you know we'll kind of like adjust as we go um, I think the beginning is a little bit faster of a read than some of the other yes. parts. Or also if it's like, okay, the second chapter ended on like a major cliffhanger and like we need to keep going for people's sanity, then like maybe we adjust for that. So there's going to be right. a little also, bit of playing it by ear. Also like the week of Black Friday, I'm sorry, I will probably not be reading anything. Um, sure, it's also your birthday that week. That a what? Well, I guess the oh, it'll also be my birthday. birthday and my mom's birthday. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, but we're, we're also talking about doing like threads in the discord in that particular channel to keep it, you know, a little bit more spoiler free. Um, you can use the spoiler like marks, the markups, um, for actual spoilers. But what we're going to do is we are going to add a segment. That's where this is all going. We're going to add a segment at the end of every podcast with my reactions um, and then I guess Allie's reactions to my reactions. Yeah. We're um, going to keep it like, you know, about, we're keep it, try, try to keep it kind of short, but like a little bit of a conversation about like to go along with book club. So we're mostly going to do chats in the discord. We're going to maybe try to schedule in some like video calls. Cause I think that's like a fun thing to like kind of keep yeah. us really connected about it. But then like, yeah, in addition to the mostly like text conversations, we want to make sure we're, like, kind of including Book Club into the podcast by doing a short segment at the end of every episode where we kind of verbally talk through it just kind of between the two of us. Yep. And there won't be anything after the Crimson Rivers or whatever the Book Club is at that time because we're not just going to do Crimson Rivers. We're going to... Although, um, by the t- uh, getting through the next 75 chapters, I can't imagine... Like, <laughs> for now, I think we're fair to call it the Crimson Rivers Book Club. <laughs> right. Right, but like if you if you want to join the Discord and like, we'll we'll keep you updated on when we switch books. Yes, um, of course. And there's but, also gonna be like there's um, other things going on in the Discord. The Discord is not just for book club. Correct. Um, 
But or you like, like if you Sarah, don't want to hear who's here to just watch the chaos, but will not be reading, but like wants to watch us cry. So yep, there's a lot of options. It's a choose your own adventure. Choose your yeah. So um, but if you if you don't want to hear Crimson, if you're listening to this, but you do not want to hear Crimson Rivers, or you haven't read the chapters, or you yeah. just like we'll start don't out care. Each little segment by being like chapter this is the end like this is this is the end we're going into crimson rivers chapters one and two so like right if like in a couple weeks you know we we've jumped ahead or like you've fallen behind a little bit or something or you've listened before you finished reading and you don't want to hear you know chapter seven and eight because you're still on five and six like we'll we'll make it clear which chapters we're talking about so we don't spoil something if you don't want it spoiled yeah and if you don't want to listen you can just stop listening you won't be missing any like announcements or Anything else. Anything. It's just going to be book club at the end. Um, so, with all of that said, this is where the... This, this is where the spoiler... Really oh, short. Oh, actually. Actually, this is... If you're listening to this, I guess I'll put it in the description just anyway. Um, if Czar has spoiled it in the notes at the top, we are not considering it a spoiler. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's fair. Yeah, obviously. If it's in, um, like, author notes and, before the fic... Before the chapter... It's not a spoil. Also, everyone, even if, like, you don't want the warnings or whatever, like, you don't need the warnings, please do yourself a favor and read every single word in every single chapter because Zara's notes are the best part of the fic. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just need everyone Truly. to know that. Uh, we'll talk about that more, I'm sure, in book club, like, once everyone's kind of gotten, like, into a rhythm and everything. But, like, Zara's right. notes are delightful. Um, All right, so uh, and it, for everyone, this is this is the point where like, this is chapters yeah. one and two. Chapters one and two. So here's the thing, um, you you said that, and I had to go look it up. Chapter one has no notes down at the bottom, and chapter two has like a paragraph of notes. Okay, so they definitely develop is, as the fic goes, but like, yes, I'm telling you, when we get there, you're gonna have a great time. I know, because I read the ending and a random piece in the middle. <laughs> and Allie's face looks, is, she's so disappointed <sighs> in me. I'm so upset. This should not be a surprise. Okay, I'm not going to spoil those things, obviously. No, but no, no, the obviously. thing that is spoiled in the very beginning is that anybody who has a point of view, they're going to live. Oh, yeah. That was made very clear from the beginning. I, it says, I didn't tag for major character death because no character that gets a point of view will die. I did tag for minor character death because people will, in fact, die in this fic. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, we start with, uh, we're not doing, like, summaries, but my first thoughts are, okay, interesting. Uh, I had to, like, really, really read the ages because Regulus... Uh, oh, just yeah, turned... that is something. As a that's a big difference from Hunger Games. They've aged up the rules. Okay, I wondered about that. Yeah, so Regulus is twenty five, and his birthday is two days before the reaping. So he turned twenty five two days ago, right? Mm-hmm. And twenty six is the age out. And James yeah. turns to, is is twenty five and turns twenty six in two months. So yep. they are both currently 25, but they are 10 months apart. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Um, so technically, it's both of their last 
reaping. Or actually, it's both of their last reaping. Because James would turn no. 26 in two months. And regular, it says regular, he'll be 26 oh. before the next one, which means he'll age. Yes, 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 you're right, you're right. I'm bad at math. That's for that. I know. I had, a I, math had to, problem, I had to read this. Not a couple an English times. problem. <laughs> right. So, going in with zero knowledge, except what you've given me, um, Regulus Black is. James is called, and again, because I'm not an idiot and I know what the, what's coming, I realize James is called. Oh no! And Regulus is like, I feel sorry for anybody that's going to go up against him because. There's no life series we'll put above James's, and then Regulus's name gets called. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, of course that's how it happens, right? Um, and Sirius is a victor, so he's now a mentor. Um, and he's already been called, and Sirius volunteered for him, which sent me into a whole thing. Again, which I know because, like, that is foiled for the Hunger Games in general, right? The right. I volunteer as tribute situation. Um, right, yeah, yeah. You but, may not have seen the Hunger Games, you may not have read the Hunger Games, but you have heard the phrase "I volunteer as tribute." <laughs> right, right. Um, bottom line, that has crossed your like awareness. Yes, <laughs> and then again, I have the spoiler of anybody with a point of view is going to make it out, and then we immediately get so we've gotten Regulus's point of view, and then we immediately get James's point of view, and I was like, all right. They're safe, except I also know that because Allie has spoiled the ending for me. Um, and now I know that because I've read the ending. But anyway. Um, and then James is telling his parents that he's not going to make it out because he's going to make sure Regulus makes it out. And I am sobbing in the middle of the first chapter. The first chapter is not even the sad part. But he like, thinks he's going to die. I know that, but we know he's not going to die. <laughs> but I was so sad. And his mother was a victor. And, yeah. oh, something, a question that I have. Do, it says that, like, she was the, she was 13. It was her first reaping, one slip in the bowl. Do they just leave the slips in there every year and then they just add another bunch of names? So your second year you have two slips in the bowl? Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. So statistically, you would be more likely to get called the older you get. Yes. Unless it's rigged. Right. Which it's not rigged. But, like... Okay. You can... You could pull... Like, you know, it's random, so it's statistics, but, like, a 1 in 10 chance is still a chance, you know? Right. Um, okay, so... Once I get over the trauma of... of uh, James being like, I'm not coming home, uh, and then, like, uh, yeah. having to deal with that. Um, well, t and, like, James doesn't think he's gonna die. James has decided he's going to die. Right. And, and he does say, like, if something happens to Regulus, then you'll fight to come home. But, like... Right. Ah! Anyway. Right. That's why it's an important clarification. He doesn't go, he's not, like, sad because he's, like, scared. I mean, he's scared, but, like, he's sad, like, like that moment is sad because he has decided not to come home. Right, because only one person can come home and he knows it has, he, he's going to make sure that it's Regulus, not him. Yeah. Because um, he has decided which... that it is more important to Sirius that Regulus lives than James lives. Which, oh, gosh. I just... 
And then we get Sirius's point of view, which is like a small comfort that, okay, also Sirius is not going to die. Great. Um, and, you know, he's sad and we have the, we have the Regulus and Sirius interaction and Regulus is basically like, I'm going to come home. And, uh, then there's the whole, like, Reg says, have you been to see James? And, uh, like, they're, they're, they're fighting, but they're not fighting, but they love each other so much, but I just, uh, <laughs> um, Sirius says, you have a, you have a one in 24 chance, Regulus, and Regulus says, your best friend is one of those 24. Um, and Regulus is saying, I might not go out of my way to kill them, but I'm going to do what I, but if that's what it takes to come home. And I just... I just, serious baby has to hear his little brother, who he desperately wants to survive, say that he's going to kill his best friend, who Sirius also desperately wants to survive, and... Yeah, yeah, it's like, bad all around. Listen, there's no, knowing... There's no good answer here. Knowing that both Regulus and James live, and knowing how they both live... It's not something I've read yet, okay? I've read a lot of things ahead because I had questions that needed answers and you weren't giving them to me. Um, I actually because had to, I like, don't remind... approve of this method. <laughs> I know. I know. But I, I want um, your reactions, I haven't read... like, in order. Nope. I haven't read yet how they both survive. So I am still just generally anxious because despite knowing that they do, don't know how. Um, and then, and then Sirius says that, that S James tells Sirius that he's going to get Regulus out, and Sirius is, like, he can't, he can't tell him not to. Um, anyway. Anyway. Um, so then, with all of that trauma, we move on to chapter two, and this is, like, it, there's a lot of, like, the, the lead-up to the games, and all of that is fine. But listen, it's all entirely overshadowed by the fact that we meet Remus. And uh, yes. I don't know if that's okay. the reaction you were expecting me to have. Should, I guess I should make a half a note here to the listeners. Um, I have read the first chapters of this fic multiple times. I have not read the first two chapters of this fic this week. So I'm right a little... Like, I am learning through Cassidy, like reacting what's going on in these chapters specifically so i didn't really know right. what the overarching thing was until <laughs> she said remus's name okay continue on well also you have to be careful about like what you're saying in response because you don't know exactly yeah. where chapter two cuts off and moving um, forward i will be on top of it but i just am not at this exact moment it's been a busy weekend um anyway so like they go to the hollow um which is what what is that the equivalent of in um the capital the capital okay um so they go to the hollow and it's like Sirius is telling Remus like um, Sirius is telling Regulus like you need to be friendly or you won't get sponsors and everybody already loves James because they just love James and um uh and then James and Regulus have the conversation of like who intends to live to the end and uh, James doesn't, like, tell Regulus 
Yeah, that no, James is like pretty deliberate about like not letting Regulus know his like thoughts. Right. Um but uh there's also a point where like um they they get like makeovers, which I know is another Hunger Games point only because I think I've seen it. Um yeah. and it does make sense for like essentially a TV show, right? Um but then they they go to cut his hair and James is like absolutely not. And I love that James is like uh if you come anywhere near me with those scissors, I'm going to start practicing for the arena and the next person getting violently poked in the eye will be you. And I just <laughs> later like James tells Regulus that the way he got out of getting his hair cut was that he threatened to stab him, and Regulus was like, why didn't I think of that? (laughs) Brilliant idea! (laughs) And Regulus is like, you would never, and James was like, he doesn't know that. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Uh, But he also, like, so he doesn't cut his hair, but he does take his glasses, and James is, like, upset about that, and then Regulus, I feel like, is a little bit upset about that. Like, he makes a comment on it, and I just... um, like, this is this is incredibly strange, but like I have struggled with, um, I have struggled with the like I wear glasses, um, and it felt like I wanted LASIK, but I was like weirdly attached to the fact that I wear glasses. And then my dad got unrelated eye surgery; he got like cataract surgery, and part of that fixed his vision. And I was like, oh well, if my dad's gonna get eye surgery, then I'm also definitely gonna get eye surgery. So like. Hearing that, James was like, no, but they're my glasses. Like, I need my glasses. I was like, well, you know, I wear contacts most of the time when I'm, in, like, in public. But I just I just had that moment of, like, oh, he, they, they, they took away his glasses. Yeah. Um, and a... also, like, I know. Um, the glasses thing, really. I know. I got a lot of, I got I a lot of emotions and all of them are spoilers. <laughs> I know. And the so thing I'm is, is that I know about that moment. because I've read ahead. Um, mm. But also, uh, I just am a but little bit anxious. Say, like, part of this makeover thing, like, yes, it is for the TV show, but also um, wearing glasses in the arena would be horrific. So, like, this is great. Well, <laughs> well, I was about to say that, though, but I feel like almost contacts would be harder. Well, they're because like magical contacts. Okay. They stay in I've been having time. some anxiety about that. Okay. I've been having some anxiety about that because I so, would... <laughs> the Hunger Games and, like, this AU isn't really, like, magic AU, but the Hunger Games, part of, like, the Hunger Games thing is that the Capitol and District 1 and District 2 have, like, crazy technology that, like, the rest of the world okay. does not have. And this is, like, so far in the future that, like... They can do things that, like, other, you know, like, that are not, like, normal. Like, the whole arena is, like, manufactured, right? And, like, all of right. this stuff happens that couldn't, like, we couldn't fathom the technology behind that. Right. And so, like, one of the things is that's, like, his vision is basically just, like, fixed almost. With, okay. So the thing, yeah, the thing about it is that I immediately was like, oh, no. Like, you lose a contact and you don't have your oh, glasses. Yeah. You have to put your contacts no, no, no. in and out. Like, I was no. stressing. No, um, no. Fancy capital um, okay. technology or fancy hollow technology in this version. Great. Um, okay. 
that makes it slightly better, but also like, mm. um, anyway, so the end of course is we meet Remus and Remus is a servant, but really, I guess more like a slave. Yeah. So this might not be explained super well in the, well, it's not because it's, because because it's it's serious. Well, because it's serious, that's true. Uh, and Sirius has some other thoughts going on about Remus. Uh-huh. Like, um, almost immediately. But, oh, it does uh, say, so, hold on, it does say, um, a criminal to the hollows. This is their fate. Being muzzled yeah. or experimented on, or both, all in the nature of the games. Yeah, so, in the Hunger Games, I feel like they have a name that I am blanking on off the top of my head. Um, but... They're prisoners, so, like, you know, they've done something wrong, and then their fate is, like, getting captured. But in the Hunger Games, and this is actually because they use, um, like, because it's Remus, and they need Remus to be Remus's thing. Oh, an Avox, or an, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I've Googled. Um, this mm-hmm. is actually maybe the only thing in Crimson Rivers that is handled less traumatically than it is in the Hunger Games. In the actual oh. Hunger Games, the servants get their tongues cut out. Like, Great. permanently. So they, like, literally couldn't speak. Um, right. Obviously, if you're going to have Remus as a prisoner. Can't. But also. Right. And so Sirius apparently doesn't stand for having the servants that are um, serving the meals uh, in like their quarters i guess and so he will take off the masks um because apparently they're not allowed to do so um and the punishment for that is death if the if the person is caught removing it or if anyone found out that they did they would be killed um so sirius is taken to taken to removing it for them um they have to put it back on when they leave to return to their cells at night but sirius has made it clear that they can go without him when they're here so anyway so sirius has come to taking the masks off so he does this with the new person and since he's a since he's a mentor he he does this every year right that's that's how we're meant to okay um so this is the first year that he's got remus and uh he basically is like he explains the situation and then he doesn't take remus's masks mask off he just like tells remus that he's going to um and then remus takes his own mask off um and then, of course, Sirius's brain ceases to work um, and uh, is, is basically, like, uh, his heart is racing and he doesn't know why. And we, of course, all know why. Um, anyway, so then Sirius invites Remus to eat with them. And that is where the chapter two ends with Sirius pouring a lot of wine. And I am very stressed over, like, how James and Sirius, I mean, James and Regulus both survive, and how uh, Remus is a servant in a cell at night, and, um, like, because I, because of what I know about the Hunger Games, like, there's another game that is, I guess, maybe a spoiler, but, like, I know it exists, and so I'm stressed about that, and, like, when does Regulus, I'm assuming, well, I also know, but, like, I'm assuming that Regulus, I mean, that Remus isn't a service, a servant forever, 
And so is what happens in the time between the games? And that is where I'm at as far as thoughts and um, everything. Yeah, yeah. All good questions that I cannot answer. Um, I think once we get like a little bit into the plot, I'll have like a little bit more to like say about my own reactions to things or like my own like favorite moments. Um, but like kind of for these introduction chapters, I know way too much to participate. Uh, right. And like my uh, my like reactions to these chapters in particular are very much based on how I know how it ends. Where like once we get right. a little bit into the action, it's going to be a little bit different. But uh, yeah, I can't answer any of those questions. But it's real sad all the way through. Yep. I am truly, like, not actually looking forward to this all that much. But, um, like, it's, it's so well done. There's so many I things know. that are just, like, so perfectly written. Well, I will say... all the things. I know, but I will say that, like, the parts that I've already read, both in the middle and at Ugh. the end... Stop reminding um, me. I loved. And so, like, exactly. I think I'm just, I think I'm just, like, anxious at how many times I'm going to be sad because people died. Um, yeah. And there's, like, a couple say, though, of things. Like, this I don't think is a spoiler, especially if you have read The Hunger Games. Like, quite a few of the arena deaths are, like, people we've never met. Right. Right. Well, there was one point where in Zar's notes, um, he like keeps track of who has died so far, like which of the yes. tributes are da- have yes. died, and it was a it was a very significant comfort to read through that list and be like, I don't know any of these names. Um, yeah. Or like you know maybe I did know some, but like it was one of those where I was like, okay, this isn't like, like, again, and this is, I don't know what's coming because I haven't read all of it, but it isn't like like the Slytherin Skittles and like it isn't like a list of the people that have died being like Barty and Evan and Pandora and Lily and you know Marlene and Dorcas and like just the list of all of the characters and they're like oh no they're killing off all of our characters which like they might but um it was a lot more comforting to be like name I don't know name I don't know name I don't know name I don't know cool okay like yeah 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 um similar to the Hunger Games a lot of the people in the arena are just like OCs that are like you know, you have to fill an arena of 24 people. They can't all be important. Right. Right. And, um, so we'll have to wait and see on that. But, um, it is late and we are both yawning and this episode is long enough. Oh, you do. That's true. Very long. But that's because we also have this, like, new segment that we had to introduce. Like, there's a lot going on. Right. Um, so so if you stuck around, thanks and come join book club. Yeah. Even just to watch our reactions. It's going to be a good time. Um, and I've said this earlier, but I'm going to say it again here because it's very relevant here. Um, if for some reason, like, you can't find the Discord link or the Discord link isn't working or something like that, like, please send us a message. It is not on purpose. I just know that sometimes those links expire or, like, yeah. do strange things. So if you can't get in, like, please, please, please let us know because, one, I want to just fix it in general for everyone else. And, two, like, we want you here, especially yeah. if you've made it all the way to the end. And especially if you're interested in joining our book club, um, which yep. by the time that you hear this, we will be slightly further ahead because we have technically already started. Um, yes. 
but like not far ahead enough that it would like be a problem for you. Right. And also because like we have to record these with enough time for us to me to at least like kind of edit them a little bit. Um, and so when you yeah. hear this, it will be um, September 15th. And so we will technically be on chapters three and four at least. You're giving me a funny Maybe look. Maybe five and six. Was the first weekend starting this weekend? I don't really know. I'm unclear as to when we started. We're going to be somewhere around chapter four or five. Yeah. I think. I would say between either three and four or five and six. Five and six. Yeah. Depending on, also depending on how fast people are moving. Um, I guess we could potentially be further, but like if you want to jump in now, the first two chapters fly by. I don't think we're going to be further than that. Yeah. Just come join the Discord and yeah. come join book club that way. It's early enough that you can definitely join book club. Um, and we yeah. definitely want you in the Discord because also other things are going on in the Discord. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for making it through to the end of this episode. And we need to go to sleep. <laughs> we need to As go we to both, bed. <laughs> we're both beyond big time there. So sorry minutes. for that. All right. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, sticking through. Bye. Bye.